Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Red Hot Comic Book Movie News. Shooting up your butthole. The Weekly Planet. The Weekly Planet. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of The Weekly Planet. Official podcast of comicbookmovie.com, episode 100. Fiesta! (laughs) Episode 100, episode Cinco de Mayo. We did it. Yes, we did. Are you excited to be here, Nick Mason? Yeah. Of this podcast? Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Technically, this is episode 100.01 because we just started recording and it didn't record. (laughs) That's right. So, this is, uh, this this feels like more to us. It does. It like, it's, it's, it's already feels like work. And it's never (laughs) felt like work up to this point. Yeah. Man, that episode is now lost in time. Speaking of lost in time. Oh, sweet link. Thanks. I'm not happy about it. You shouldn't be because I know what the, I already know what the news is. Because yeah. Wes Craven, uh, dead at 76. Oh, shame. Horror movie icon. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on Elm Street. A number of sequels to those movies. Correct. The Scream movies. Including- Wes Craven's new nightmare. That's right, yeah. Are you a fan of his work? Yes. Did you have like Freddy Krueger nightmares when you were a kid? I must have briefly. Yeah. Yeah. Because he took that one thing where you were safe when you were asleep and he yeah, took you it know from what? you. There was an episode where, not an episode, there was a film yeah. where he went into like video, he, he, was, he was a video game. Like oh, is that where he's got the power glove? He's got the power glove, yeah. yeah. So what I, th- I think there was there was a little something for everybody in those sure, Elm Street films that would get into a ch- child's mind and just destroy them. He was the the movie that I know the best is probably Freddy versus Jason because it's the uh-huh. one I've seen right. the most recently. Well, that was from as I understand it that movie. Kevin Smith has talked about it before. Yeah, where he's like uh, he was approached by one of the Weinstein brothers. I don't know which one it was from sure. the Weinstein company, and he said, "You know how back in the day there was like an Abbott and Costello." and they would meet the famous monsters in their movies kind of sure, thing. Sure, yeah. Weinstein was like, well, we should have Jay and Silent Bob meet the modern movie monsters. Okay, sure. Like your, your Freddy and your Jason and your Pinhead or whatever. What do you think about that? Well, Kevin Smith turned it down or, you know, it did, the project didn't get off the ground. But if you yeah. watch Freddy versus Jason, there is very much 
some giants on they're a bomb star are characters. they in the cornfield and they're yeah. like we're blazing doobies dude. yeah exactly yeah <laughs> so i think they were like let's file this under kevin smith probably won't sue us so let's do it later <laughs> great mm-hmm. i don't remember hating that movie yeah but it's probably crap right well th- we were talking about that earlier things from the 90s yeah at the time seemed great seemed, a lot of them even though that one wasn't from the 90s i'm sure it was from like 2007 or something uh-huh. i don't know yeah do you see that reboot freddie reboot no, never did. But it's terrible. I like, um, what's his Jackie face? Jackie O'Haley, Freddy Krueger. Correct. The kid who played John Connor in the TV show Sarah Connor Chronicles, who's in that movie. Do you like all those things? I like all co- the combination of those things and no other combination of things. <laughs> it's all I, all I like. You hear about Michael sh- shouted backpedaling on his Zod comments? Yes. Well, so, and we, we, yes. Here's the thing. Go, go Say the thing. Okay. So basically. Because last week he was like. I was trapped in a portaloo. I was on set and I went into a portaloo and I was wearing flippers on my hand, so I got trapped in the toilet or whatever. <laughs> exactly. And now what's he saying? He's saying that basically, no, that was that was a joke. That was clearly bullshit. You guys all fell for it. I got you. I got uh-huh. kind of thing. Right. And he said, no, what actually it was, I, I was on set. I'm doing a voiceover. I'm like a Jarrell hologram, which is weird because if he's a hologram. Yep. You need it's, a visual. You need, exactly. You need to physically be there. And, yeah, and, like, if he was just recording audio, yeah. then you just get the bloody, get all the audio of him from the episodes of Boardwalk Empire. <laughs> Absolutely. And just have, you know, just splice them all together, whatever combination you want. It's sort of an, just a classic Kryptonian message about bloody ragtime and prohibition. You know <laughs> what I mean? I'd watch yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But I think this seems to me like, because if... He was, this is the part where it stopped recording. Yes. He, <laughs> he, if, if we got to this point, if, if they said, hey, do a fake joke interview about being Doomsday. Yeah, yeah. Because the assumption in on this is that he, he's been, because if we see the trailer for Batman v Superman, mm. we see him zipped up into a body bag, yep. sent to what, what we assume is like a LexCorp Something office like or a... His basketball court. Yeah. He's, you know he's got a basketball Like a medical court. facility. Oh, that's right. It is too. Yeah. Uh, or like a military base or something like that. With a basketball yeah. court. And then we see, there's a later scene where we see Batman leaping out of the way of a heat blaster heat vision that yeah. blows up a building. Yeah. And the assumption is that Lex Luthor has attempted to clone Zod or, mm. or resurrect or make some or kind of Superman killing. Yeah, exactly. Machine. And it's going to be Doomsday. Yeah. And so if... That's fake, mm. and Michael Shannon's doing this as a stunt. He wouldn't have said flippers, <laughs> because like flippers, we assume is like some sort of like CGI like prop thing. Like they're gonna yeah, like a CGI gray glove with dots on. Yeah, it and, and they're gonna whatever. CGI whatever. Yeah. He wouldn't have said flippers because then we have to we have to figure that out ourselves. That's like right. if, it's a, if it's a prank, he would have said. I was wearing a doomsday helmet and I was wearing doomsday big claw gloves or whatever. Yeah. Like he would have, they would have straight up given the game away. That's right. But it, yeah. this, this seems to be, it seems to me that he's, he is inadvertently given the game away. And I love how his follow-up story is clearly the fake story. Right, yeah. <laughs> like, you know I, mean? I think that is very good too. <laughs> Great. Um, oh, Balassier wants to know, what do we think of the fake comments or whatever? And do you think that rules out the possibility of Zod in Dawn of Justice? I don't think we'll see Zod. I think we'll see dead Zod and then Doomsday. Yes, That's me what too. I'll yeah. say. Uh-huh. Vallis. Yeah. Like from bloody... Or is it Vallis? <laughs> Vasilis. I apologize. Uh-huh. There we go. I did it. Yeah, I, th- I definitely think we're going to see it. Yeah, cool. Oh, I'd like to... Maybe a Bizarro, but that... Uh, Bizarro's too weird to do too yeah, early. It's, yeah, it's true, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> but Yeah. Plus also Bizarro, mm. Flame Breath, Ice Vision. Oh, uh, so, yeah. 
not going to work. You're right. Yeah, logically, this <laughs> logically the, the the scenario I've invented in my head doesn't stand up. So correct. Mm-hmm. Did you see the new Arrow trailer? Yes, I Arrow? did just recently. Yeah. Now he didn't have a goatee in the trailer, did he? No, but well, he did in some, a picture that some. Well, we we us. were tweeted a picture. Yeah. By a listener whose name I cannot recall. Sure. Because I'm a bad person. Bacillus. There we go. Thank you. And. Yeah, it looks like he's got the class. It looks like he's working towards the classic Green Arrow goatee. <laughs> Which is weird because, like, a few weeks ago, we've been lied to again. He was oh, yes. like, I will literally never dub that look. Right, right. He was right, like, right. maybe season six or whatever. But I think what lied we're, look, I think what we're looking at there is because he's got a lot of stubble going on. Mm. He's, he, he's, uh, he's overcome all the bad guys and now he's living in the suburbs yep. like a... Like a like a dad with a man cave. Like a bit no, like a Ben Folds. <laughs> like a Ben Folds. The, the uh, thank you. There we go. And he's, he's got the stubble going, and then he clearly has to go back into action ASAP. Yeah. No time to shave. Yeah. So I think what we're seeing there. Maybe is, he's caught mid shaving. Like he's done the sides. <laughs> right. And then he's like, oh shit. Yep. And he's gone. But that'd be funnier if he did the whole like right side of his face, <laughs> and then he had to leave. It looks to me that that's like with the still we've seen is kind of a shadow issue. Yeah, yeah. Like I think he's just got a lot of stubble okay. going on. Yeah. I would have because I thought because what's the narrative justification for growing a goatee? Well, I thought one way to do it could be he's just at a costume party and he just dresses as classic Errol Flynn Robin Hood. Just do it like that. Oh yeah. Just be like, yeah, this is dumb. That's not contrived enough. No, it is. <laughs> it's very, very. It's very contrived. It's on the CW. I don't have subtlety. Oh, right? yeah, you're right. Okay, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Great. What else do we see in the trailer? We see. Oh, Tim wants to know any thoughts about it or extra thoughts. Nah, I changed my mind. I was gonna have a. It's <laughs> gonna have some long-winded thoughts, but I've changed my mind. No, actually, we do see. Um, Mr. Terrific. We see Mr. Terrific. Yep. Not being particularly terrific, if I'm honest with you. Give him time. All right, fine. Give him 10 minutes. Oh, then he's terrific. <laughs> yeah. We see Mr. Terrific. We see... Uh, Ray Palmer's dead. We see his, him dead. Well, he's probably not dead. Well, he's definitely not dead because yeah. the the problem here is we've already seen the Legends of Tomorrow trailer yeah. in which he is definitely not dead. Exactly. So... Did he shrink away? Did he get his shrinking working? Yes, he did. So maybe he's in like... It's not called the microverse. What's it called in DC? Shrinky land. Quantum? No. no, Shrinky Land. Shrinky Land. <laughs> yeah. So, but in the trailer to Legends of Tomorrow, yeah. we see him have a conversation with some of the other characters and they're like, so you, you you didn't die, you just got really small. He's wearing a Shrinky Land t-shirt. He's wearing that. I'm, I've been to Shrinky Land and all I got was this lousy t-shirt, it <laughs> yeah. says. And then he reveals the t-shirt and they're like, oh yeah. What is that land called? Not land. Whatever it's called. Oh, it doesn't matter. Shrink- Nobody email me. I'll figure it out. No, Shrinky Land. <laughs> okay. Yeah, if, it looks fine. If we could get some Shrinky Land t-shirts mocked up. Please, Golden Legend, if you're listening. <laughs> artist in, one of our artists in residence. Correct. If you can mock one up, I'll buy one. Are you excited for Arrow coming back? Yeah. Are we done with the flashbacks? It doesn't look like it because he's looks like he's being the Arrow and he's kind of got long hair or whatever again. Amanda Waller's like, you're being an Arrow. Well, I don't know, <laughs> I don't now you're in a different country. <laughs> That is a sound stage that we could afford. <laughs> That's where you are. That's where you've been this year. Ugh. Um, I, no, no, they are doing it, but I heard they said they're doing them in a different way. But I don't, I don't a lot know. less. Yeah, I bloody hope so. Yeah, look, I I wouldn't mind like every fifth one do a flashback or yeah, whatever, or yeah, just yeah. do one a season. That'd be better. Yeah, yeah. not fifth. Yeah, look, I am much. excited to see him back. Um, the costume is a bit more classicy yeah, green arrow. It is. The yeah. arrows are certainly greener. Let me tell you that. <laughs> Uh, who we else finally we, got there. We finally got that. Uh, Thea Queen is uh, speeding yeah. it up. Yep. It's pretty good. Diggle's got his new Magneto helmet. Did you see that? I did see, yes, that's true. What do you think? And we've got Neil McDonough as uh, Damien Dark. Yeah. Mm, I like that guy. Which He's great one? in stuff. Oh, okay, right, yeah. yeah. What do you think of the Diggle helmet? Look, I hadn't given that much thought to the Diggle helmet. 
Diggles New Digs? Yeah. They're all right, I guess. A lot of people don't like it. It looks like a TV costume. Yeah, it does so not, though. It's good enough. Yeah. Look, do you want to talk about something else? Ooh, could we talk about the Arrow trailer for Terminal? <laughs> can we do that? You, you, uh, there's, there's a new Hulk, a comic book version of the Hulk. Oh, there is too. It's, it's called... going to be Amadeus Cho. Correct. Spoiler alert. Sorry. Thanks, Mason. No, it was like in the, I think it was in the, the announcement. Well, it like said, it said, the new Hulk is the world's first South Korean superhero or whatever. And I'm like, there's one South Korean character in Marvel and it's Amadeus Cho. And his mother. Oh, yeah. Good point. Yeah. Sorry. Who's in. Sorry, Mrs. Cho. Who's in Age of Ultron, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's called the Totally Awesome Hulk yeah. because he loves being the Hulk. There you go. It's totally radical. And he's got that David Beckham. Oh, he's got the faux hawk. The faux hawk, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Do you think this has anything to do with eventually the current slate of DC actors are going to, DC, Marvel actors are going to move on and they're like, well, we've got, now we've got, we can make a new Thor, we can make a new Hawkeye. That's true, we can make a new Spider-Man. Make a new Spider-Man, make a new Captain America, we can make a new Hulk now. Do you think that's... I hadn't thought about it, but you've convinced me with your arm movements and words. If only that translated into whatever medium this is. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, so we've got Amadeus show who's... We, so we don't really know. Do we know anything plot-wise what's going to happen there? Because Amadeus Cho, like Bruce Banner, is one of the smartest people in the world. Yes. They're all the smartest people in the world. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? <laughs> and originally, the, like the original crop of all of the of Marvel superheroes yeah. all went to New York University yes. in the same graduated class. Absolutely. And then there's like, you know, there's some panels where they And all, some of the villains. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Doctor Doom, all, yeah. all sorts. And there's just like panels of all them, them all just roughhousing, you know, in their suit, in their 60s suits and ties, just like, ooh, just roughhousing, you know, all trying to get Sue Storm or whatever, you know, all, all just pushing each other out of the way for the class photo. Getting a malt. Getting a malt, exactly. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Look, ragtime. Ragtime. Look, I'll give this a few issues and, and whatever. And if it's any good, I'll keep reading it. Normally, I'll start reading something and I'm like, yeah, I get it. And I drop off. Like, sure, I was reading yeah. the new thought. I'm like, yeah, I like this. And then I just kind of stopped reading it uh-huh. and, and whatever. Like, still got to go back to Superior Spider Man, actually. But but you won't let me. So. No, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, when you're saying the new thought, you mean Jane Foster as well? That's what I mean. Yeah, okay, yeah. Right. Spoiler so, alert, Mason. Sorry. Oh, God. <sighs> No, but the, the headline said, what woman is going to become Thor? And there's only one woman in the Marvel Universe, and it's Jane Foster. I forgot. Yeah. I forgot. But do you think Natalie Portman would be like, yeah, I'll be Thor? Yeah. I no. Think, I heard she didn't really want to do the Dark World, but if they were like, do you want $15 million? Which may be possible now, which we'll get to. Okay, yeah. Um, mm. Yeah, I think she'd do it. If I think if Kenneth Branagh was doing it, yeah, she'd do it. And is Branagh coming back? He, there's rumors he's coming back for something right there's, but it's maybe not Thor no there's rumors he might do Thor Ragnarok okay but he just signed on to something else I can't that's what, what I'm thinking is. about yeah, yeah so maybe he's uh, no not a Marvel movie like a, d- a different movie I can't remember <laughs> like an it art movie it's like a children's book series I can't remember what it oh, is oh it's Artemis Fowl Artemis maybe. Fowls yeah yeah it is yeah there you go. about the sort of anti-hero slash supervillain what's he about guy. what's his deal being anti he's about anti-heroism mm-hmm. and being a supervillain or something I don't know I haven't read him does he have a skateboard Yes. Is he like, uh, what's his name? Tony Hawk, yeah. (laughs) That's who I was thinking. (laughs) No, what's his name? Alex Ryder from the, that spy kid? I don't think so, no. No, never mind. No, apparently they're very good books. Yeah, I've heard that. Who knows? Do you want to know more Hulk stuff? Yes. Uh, It was said, or Todd wants to know, the Hulk was going to be in Civil War, right? Mark Ruffalo came out and said it was going to happen, and he doesn't want to reveal why he was there. 
Um, but he said he doesn't know when the next time we'll actually see the Hulk. It's because there was rumors that Mark Ruffalo was on set and he did oh, some yep. stuff. So yep. now it looks like he's been cut completely. Ooh. And who knows when we'll see him. But I think that's got something to do with all the 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 bizzo that went down this week at Marvel. Oh, yes. Which is complicated. So I guess we'll skip it. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Bye, everyone. No, go ahead. Okay, so there was, you heard about this, obviously. There's a big... There was a reshuffle. Oh, first of all, Disney apparently... A kerfuffle. <laughs> yes. This all apparently stemmed from Disney weren't happy with Age of Ultron. The way, the, the both the fan reaction, but more so the money it made. It made about $100 million less than The Last Avengers. Really? Which is still incredible. I think it's still in the top six top movies right, of all sure. time. Uh-huh. But, um, but it's not number three or whatever no. Avengers is. Well, Avengers isn't number three anymore either. Oh, well. Yeah. What did it get beaten by? Uh, Jurassic, Jurassic World. World? Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, yeah. So, as a result of this, apparently Kevin Feige used that to leverage a deal with Disney so that he doesn't have to report to... Um, Ike Perlmutter, Perlmutter. and sure. a, a the crankiest man in the world. That's right, and the miserliest man in the world. Apparently, apparently so. Yeah. I got some. I got like some stuff here that he's um reportedly done. Oh yes. So basically, Kevin Feige, even though he is kind of he does oversee everything at Marvel, he had to go through Ike Perlmutter and uh-huh. this creative consultative committee, Ike P, which had a lot of big name kind of Marvel writers, like um the guy who did Death of Captain America, uh Brian Michael Bendis. There you go. Um, did he do that? Maybe he didn't. No, it was... Um, I'm a big fan too. It's annoying. People are yelling at their iPods, which is fine. I'm going to drag this out as long as possible. Ed Brubraker. You're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically, every, every every decision need to be made had to go through Ike Perlmutter, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And he's notoriously frugal. And he's responsible, apparently, for like... Robert Downey Jr. Jr. being the only one who gets like a really big pay... Right, interesting. ...pay thing. And also what he's responsible for, apparently he went... To a he 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 went to a premiere screening of one of the Marvel movies, like a, yeah. like a journal like a media screening, mm. and he complained that the journalists were getting like two sodas instead Absolutely. of one. Absolutely, like that's yeah. A, that, he's frugal to that level, exactly. Yeah. And <laughs> he's also that's how you make your money. That's how you become a billionaire. This dude, like, yeah, like this dude is a billionaire. Yeah. Like he he actually bailed out Marvel in like the nineties. Yeah. He also he, supposedly in the nineties. Sorry to cut you off. No, but uh, I'm not. I'm not really. I'm not really sorry. Uh, yeah, like at a certain point, I think it was. It might have been Robert Kirkman. Like he was doing some work for Marvel mm. in the you know in the night. It might have been Robert Kirk. It's somebody who's big now. Yeah, and like at the time when when he went to work, they were like selling off their filing cabinets and stuff like that. What they were in, they were in such financial like empty filing cabinets. Yeah, just whatever. Like okay, just they were in such financial difficulties Jeez. that they were just like. Well, that's the reason as well why they got rid of like X Men. Spider-Man, Fantastic, Fantastic Four, yeah. Four, like they sold them off. Yeah, totally for, for that because they were, they were for filing under. cabinet money. Filing cabinet money, exactly. They needed new filing cabinets, but he's also the rumor to be the reason behind there's no Black Widow solo movie or like. I thought that was going to go in a completely different direction. <laughs> what do you think I was going to say? There's rumors there's no Black, and I just I was like, oh boy. <laughs> no, that we will talk about that though. Okay, great. In a minute. And that like you know how there's. They're notorious, Marvel are notorious for not releasing like Black Widow action figures yep, and, uh-huh. and things like that. Um, because Marvel is for boys yeah, and is Disney for boys. is for girls, apparently. Exactly. And apparently that a lot of that stems from him. And again, this is all this is all rumored. He, this is all sli- libel and slander. Yeah. And <laughs> but let's continue. <laughs> and again, also Slibel. The notes that he, himself and the creative committee gave to Edgar Wright about Ant Man yep. is one of the major reasons why he walked. Oh, Edgar Wright was. Okay, yeah. And also why Joss Whedon wasn't happy with Age of Ultron because there was a lot of kind of micromanagement 
in Very that, interesting. In that as well. But also, he turned up to the Iron Man premiere in 2008, but he wore glasses and a false mustache to the premiere. Right. <laughs> what is that? Which is weird because he has glasses and a mustache anyway. It was just who, the people like, who is that double glasses, double mustache man? <laughs> oh, well, ignore him. Ignore him. He also, uh, this is this is a rumor. So, because <laughs> this is flat out slander. No, it's true. This is flat out slander. Okay. Uh, when Terrence Howard was replaced by Don Cheadle. Allegedly. Alleg- <laughs> when Terrence Howard was allegedly replaced by Don Cheadle in the Iron Man movies. He said no one would notice because all black people look the same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, and apparently that caused like waves in the office, like as it would, mm. obviously. Kevin Feige can now go straight to Disney the way that Kathleen Kennedy uh, can go straight to Disney also, right, who, right, right. who runs Lucasfilm, uh-huh. basically. So they've cut out the middleman, essentially. And the same way that the guys from Pixar can do that. Yeah, as well, it, that's yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah, yeah. So they're on the same level as Great. as that. So the creative committee, though, is still going to be in charge of all TV properties. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, like you did, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the Agent Carter, or the other Netflix stuff. Mm-hmm. So that that's still happening. Damage control series, fingers <laughs> yeah. That'd be nice. Mm-hmm. And it's weird, though, because they've always kind of... Joss Whedon has, has said that like the Agents of Shield is a different thing, like mm-hmm. because in the in the movie universe, Coulson is dead; he won't come back, but he's alive on television. Oh, interesting! Not okay. that they, I mean, obviously they still both exist, and technically he's still alive in in the world, right? But they don't want them to cross, right? Right. Well, he didn't want them to cross as much as, you know, I guess other people um, would would want them to. Now, this creative committee as well, they released this information. This just came out today, which is which is Sunday. Happy Father's Day. Thank you. <laughs> in Australia. I think it's it's not a world over thing, no, is it? No, it's just Australia. Good for us. Yeah. Um, and apparently... I the- mean, it's, no, it's, it's only in Australia that I know about. <laughs> now, the, the movie... Little shout out to all the dads out there. Absolutely. Yeah. The, um, secret dads. Secret dads. <laughs> the movies that the creative committee apparently were in charge of, and I think this is... I can't see how this is correct. Okay. But these are the movies. Iron Man, Avengers, Guardians of the Galaxy, Captain America, The First Avenger, The Winter Soldier, and Civil War. And those that they didn't work on were Iron Man 2, Iron Man 3, and Age of Ultron. But that seems backwards to me. Mm. And I, I, I don't know this, this. I would never put Captain America 2 and Iron Man 3 <laughs> in the same basket for any reason. No, yeah. that's exactly mm. it. So it, it seems to me that I... I I mean, look, I may be wrong. And look, there's a lot of really talented people on that creative committee, mm. but it's it's a situation where it's sometimes better had to have a singular vision unless that vision is, say, George Lucas. Right, sure, yeah. <laughs> Who I have a lot of respect for, good idea. Uh, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. But what you do you sort think? Of felt you're sort of blackmailed into having a good impression of him because he gave a billion, <laughs> billions of dollars to charity. Exactly. Yeah. You know how many people wouldn't do that? Mm, yeah. Literally well, everybody. Everyone, yeah. yeah. Every billionaire, Every ultimately. billionaire. Ike Perlmutter. Wait, uh, Gates will. Bill Gates has given He's away all his money. He's a bloody legend, that yeah. bloke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Just those two then. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Why don't you go bloody <laughs> hold hands and go down the bloody the bloody road with your bloody charities, mate? <laughs> Take a bloody walk, all right? <laughs> you sons of bitches. Do you think it's a good idea that Kevin Feige is now in charge of everything? Yes. I agree. Do you think there's a chance that this could go south? In what sense? In that you give all the decision-making abilities to one person and they drive it off a cliff. Now, he's done nothing to indicate that he, Correct, that he, will, yes. that he will do that, uh-huh. and I don't think he will, right. but I'm just saying I don't think we should celebrate yet. I I'm, think we should so just I'm wait thinking see what happens. The, I'm, I'm, my feeling is that having Ike as this middleman yeah. was driving it off a cliff. I completely agree. Insofar as, you know, 
we bang on constantly about Ant-Man and what that yeah. was going to be like. Yeah. It seems to me that he, you know, there there was this extra stopping point. You know, there was this extra person in the middle going, here's the formula. Yeah. If you want to save money, if you want to make, you know, if you want to, mm. we've got a good thing going, don't change anything, follow the Marvel formula kind yeah. of thing. That seems to me like... And a lot of people, though, have said that, that there is a good... Marvel, they have a good thing going. Right. And they do, mm-hmm. but I feel like they really need to shake it up. Oh, definitely, yeah. Soon. But I feel like, you know, if we've always had this Perlmutter in the middle... Yeah. Like the sitcom, Perlmutter <laughs> in the middle, uh, maybe initially when Marvel's the Marvel Studio stuff was on the rise, they were building the formula, it yeah. was more content to sort of sit back and go creatively yep. do what you want. Yeah. But then when sodas they... Sodas for all. Yeah, as many sodas as you want. <laughs> Until but, the filing cabinet money yeah. runs out. And then... But then once that formula was established, he might yeah. have put his foot down and said, okay, yeah. now we know what makes money. Yeah. You do that and you do nothing else but that. Yeah. I so to me, I, I feel if we're just getting Feige here, yeah. it'll be kind of a Pixar situation where... People, you know, the the creative types can just say, this is what we want to do, mm. and there's somebody who can say, all right, I trust you kind of thing. I'm hoping as a result of this, they get some really talented directors back on board. Because uh-huh. I feel like... Trank. Because <laughs> I feel like... Gonna, what about Trank? He's going to walk past that. Okay, good. <laughs> but, that was a test and you passed. Yeah. But you know what? I, I don't know what Trank could do with freedom. Like, I know what he could do. Chronicle's really, really <laughs> amazing. Like, I, I, I'm very interested to see what, he, what he'll do next. Yeah. But... Drive like, a Corvette into a pool. <laughs> like, you know, initially we had like, we had your John Favreau, we had Kenneth Branagh, and then you get, you, you got directors also like um, the brothers who did uh, Winter Soldier. Yes. I've forgotten their names. The Russo brothers. Russo brothers, yeah. And they came from TV and that's an amazing get. What a, uh-huh. what a great find. Yeah. That's an amazing movie. And you had your Joss Whedon, obviously. Uh-huh. But then you've got like your Alan Taylors who did Thor The Dark World. Yeah. You've got uh, the guy who did Ant-Man, um, Peyton Reed. Who, who, and look, I think those movies are very serviceable and I don't uh-huh, have a sure. problem with them. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I want to get some real heavy hitter, talented directors and then Feige put the, put, puts, like James Gunn. Yeah, sure. And puts his faith in that person. Uh-huh, yeah. So that then they drive their individual movies. Mm. So even though he's overseeing it, I'm hoping that he's the kind of guy, and I think he is, where he will give creative control to the, the directors. Yeah, totally. Because I feel like they don't really do that or they've been guilty of not doing that mm. yeah something I also heard about Ragnarok is there's a chance it might be filmed in Australia yeah I heard that also yeah let's be featured extras let's be featured and extras. by that I mean let's trespass onto the sets <laughs> wearing winged helmets <laughs> we get through yeah do you think we're big enough no we'll have to get like maybe like blow up muscle suits I'm gonna say we need whatever the Norse equivalent is of we'd, we'd be whatever the no yes we'll be whatever the Norse equivalent is is of like two kids wearing a trench coat, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. A cape. Yeah, a cape. And a breastplate. Correct. All right, good. All right. That'll do it on Marvel, right? Yeah, I think so. Let's bloody do it. Do you want to talk about Force Friday? Force Friday yeah. was Friday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting that, that, that this is a, a day. Yeah. Like it's the it's merchandise day. They yeah. should just call it merchandise day, right? <laughs> yeah, I agree. I am given to understand that people all across Australia, I don't yeah. know about the rest of the world, were bitterly disappointed Why? with the merchandise showing. Oh, really? Like there was a lot of Toys R Us were saying, come in at midnight. Okay. You know, and, and people were lining up for hours and hours. Yeah. You know, we'll have all the greatest Star Wars stock or whatever. Mm. And then you would go in and there was... Just nothing. Like they're like um, you know, if they got some Phantom Menace toys, they're yeah, they, to get rid they of. did. Like they legitimately, no, they did. They did. Like they were like, okay, have some, you know, twelve-inch Anakin Skywalker toys <laughs> or whatever. And yeah, 
No, they, they legitimately would just like like some stores apparently would just like, well, we've got this old stock left, just just bring it back in, yeah, like or whatever. But yeah, like uh, you know, if you like not not even like the full set of characters, yeah, like no like Captain Phasma, no, you know, Kylo Ren. I, I don't think there were no there were no Kylo Ren lightsabers. Okay, like, like if you. If you're rolling out something, if you're rolling out something, mm. speaking of rolling out, yeah, no BB-8s. So yeah, apparently. that was that's, like that was that's a popular. rare commodity right now. Yeah. But if you want, like, there were I know people who went in there like, okay, I've got five hundred bucks to yeah. blow on whatever Star Wars stuff is coming out. I want a black X-wing. I want a yeah, all this sort of stuff. I want a Lego. I want a Lego. It's I not want Legos. It's, it's correct. It's Lego. Thank you. It is Legos. Go on. Uh, and you know, and they just went in going, oh, nothing. Speaking hmm. of rolling, those BB-8s look sweet, though. They do. Amazing. My initial reaction was, I should probably buy that. But then I'm not really going to buy it, am I? No. <laughs> I'm not going to buy any of this. Yeah. It's, it's always those things where whenever the logical part of my brain kicks in and it's like, why don't, you, why don't you just sleep on it? Yeah. <laughs> why don't you just see how you feel tomorrow? Why don't you sleep on your Jar Jar Binks bed <laughs> and see how you feel? Yeah. Exactly. Because it can, you can control it with your iPhone. You can yeah. move it back and forth. You can have it set on patrol mode. That's right. You can have it. You can record a hologram with it and That's view it right. on a view it on you know, like an reality. I you can have though. them sponsor your hundredth episode of the podcast and talk about it. Clearly, at, at such length. <laughs> but I'm just my. I, I have to wonder though, and yeah. we probably know already. But can you the you know the idea of R two D two with a with a hologram projector yeah. is you send him somewhere and he projects the yeah the recorded message. Sure. Can you send BB-8 to someone else okay. and have them watch your hologram? I think it's got a range of like 100 feet or something. Okay. So but I mean, can they the can they see your message on oh, their phone? Yeah, good or question. do they need your phone? Because if they need question. your phone, then that's it's kind of useless. That's right. Princess Leia would it's, have had to take her case, phone to the yeah, side. Yeah, exactly. Of, It'd be a case of, hey, too. hey, come here, come here. Check this. See, see, I'm already being an asshole by, <laughs> by just shoving this droid in your face. See how annoying I'm being. Well, also, look at this other thing that it does. Look, look at my phone. Look at my phone. Look at my phone. Look what I... Look it's a message from me. And to I'm you. Saying, yeah, to you. I'm saying hi. Hi, hi. It's, it's, it's me. I'm in Star Wars. I'm, I'm in Star Wars. I got a droid. <laughs> Would you buy any of these things? Uh, I'd buy BB-8. I'll sure. be honest with you. I look, I want to get... If there's one thing I want One thing I want to get is like a classic Bespin Luke Skywalker like statue. If I was to get something. Like Not a, a figure, a statue. Yeah, like a... You know, like a... What's that? Like a 12-inch whatever uh-huh. thing. Yeah, yeah. Maybe like I might get that one uh-huh. day, but that that's or like a replica lightsaber thing. But okay, yeah. But at the end of the day, I'll probably sleep on it and I'll get nothing. Uh-huh. So <laughs> sleep on it with your Lando Calrissian body pillow, <laughs> and just come out of it and go, nah. Oh nah, yeah, mate. Do you know they uh, on the Star Wars YouTube channel and website they did an eighteen hour live stream unboxing? I'm not surprised. I tuned in and out of it, and it was oh, yeah. just people flipping out in the comments because uh-huh. I think they did the first two unboxing. In maybe it was maybe two hours they unboxed maybe two things and the rest was just padding and look the host Ugh. did a really good job yeah but you could see by the end that they were just losing their minds because they did they did eighteen hours of this can you imagine if we had to do this for eighteen hours no. in front of people yeah. and about Star Wars toys <laughs> <laughs> like can you imagine that yeah like full credit to them they did really really well but like every hour and a half two hours you know what they should do mm. with prisoners in a Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> They should make them host a Star Wars, an 18 hours live stream Star Wars unboxing. <laughs> you want some bloody information out of them. That's what you do. That's what you do. And every like hour and a half, two hours, they'd cut to somewhere around the world. Yep. Jay Lagaya did the Australian unboxing one. Yep. 
and then like France would open a thing. Uh-huh. They went to like Germany and people were like, Germans are the most boring people in the world. Like there was a lot of that. Uh-huh, of sure. And they'd cut to like France and they'd speak in French and people would just explode. Like I got this, this I, I copied this comment. <laughs> this is all caps. I'm ready. I would rather surrender to the Nazis and listen to them speak French any longer. <laughs> so there you go. Brutal. I also watched the count. It was initially at 10,000 and then at one, at the lowest point, it was down to two because I was in and out. Like, you know. Two people. No, and you, were, two, you were the other person. The other one, yeah. But look, full credit to them. They, they did it, but I think they could have probably done that in two hours. Yeah. And, or less than two hours. And people were also... Or a number of minutes equal to the number of toys they produced. <laughs> yeah. Or a number of minutes equal to the number of toys they produced divided by two. <laughs> <laughs> and then a couple of minutes for the BBAs. Yeah. Hey, look. Hey, everyone. It's Captain Phasma. Hey, everybody. It's Kylo Ren. Hey, everybody. It's a lightsaber. Hey, everybody. It's the other guy. Here's the thing. And we're done. See you. Stores are open everywhere yeah. except Australia. Mm. I'm fairly certain everywhere else was fully stocked. Oh, disappointing. Yeah, that's that's from that's that's what I've heard. Mm-hmm. If you want to see some unboxing videos, Mason, no. just go to YouTube and no, I don't you know, type that in. No, I won't. Can... <laughs> I won't do that. though, no. You can see all the no. instruction booklets. No, you can watch a guy. I will not do put that. Put together a Lego X-wing in real time. Oh, <laughs> great. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
you want to talk about the Star Wars prequels? Oh, that's what we're going to do this <laughs> week. By do. overwhelming majority, our listeners want us to talk about Star Wars prequels this week. In our 100th episode. Yeah. We're going to give it that 100th episode spin. <laughs> By that, we're going to be kind of tired the yeah. whole time. <laughs> That's it. Okay, Look, what do you want to know about the Star Wars prequels, James? Okay, this is how I thought we'd do it. Okay. We go through each episode. We uh-huh. talk about things that we vaguely remember. Okay, great. Can you remember the last time you saw these, by the way? I have seen Phantom Menace once at the movies, I think. Really? You unless must have I've seen, seen it once. Unless I've seen it. Did we, did we watch it on? No, you know what? I might, we must have seen it on DVD. Yeah. We watched the special features together. We watched together. the special features together. I think we didn't watch the movie, We though. didn't watch the movie then. Okay, right. Okay, well, I've seen it once and I've seen... And then a year later, I saw the special features on DVD. I saw the making of. In 2000? Couldn't have been. No, I think wasn't it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. I reckon it was maybe five years ago. Really? Doesn't matter, does it? How would you know when <laughs> I... Because I was seen... there! Oh, okay, right. <laughs> oh, so we broke him out of storage to, to watch him. Yeah, which is weird because I don't own that DVD, so I don't know where we got it from. <laughs> anyway, I thought we could do... Look, these... It was a daring midnight raid on Toys R Us. <laughs> we was. stole the, all the prequel DVDs. And yep. the others I've seen... I think didn't we watch the we watched those movies together? I'm fairly certain. No, we, we didn't. I know exactly. I could I could tell you the exact people that I watched each one with. Oh boy. Yeah. I mean, maybe I saw because I've, I've I think I saw both of them twice at the mm-hmm. cinema. All of them twice. I, look, these movies are notoriously hate, hated, right? Sure. I actually took a girl on a date to the, the Revenge of the Sith. Wow. And this and I where's she? Where is she now? She's on my Facebook somewhere. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Lovely girl. Yeah. But I legitimately lost my, like didn't bring my wallet. <laughs> like. <laughs> oh, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. We're not together, obviously. Was that the day you... Because I recall one time you went to pay for something and you hadn't brought your wallet but you'd taken a hip flask off the desk instead. That yeah, dark I had a hip flask in my wallet pocket. Yeah, yeah dark Absolute days. dark days. <laughs> so not only did she have to sit through a terrible movie... She was really excited for it. Huh. Yeah. I remember I'd, I worked with her and I was like, you excited for Star Wars? And she was like, oh my God, yeah, we should go see Star Wars together or whatever. Huh. And I was like, all right, you pay, apparently. That's not a move that I make, Mason. If you go on a date, if you ask someone on a date, you should, you should pay. Or at least, and you know what? And they should also offer to pay, but, you, <laughs> but then you say, I'll take care of this. Seems like a complicated dance. It is a complicated yeah. dance, but it says a lot about a person if you go out with them and they don't even offer. I think what should happen is you offer to pay, they also offer to pay. Yeah, and then you let them. And then, no, and then it, then... It's it it get, becomes increasingly passive aggressive over who's going to pay, and then there's a fist fight. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm down with that. Yeah, it's like opening a car door for somebody. It's a gesture. Uh huh. It's a sign of things to sure. come, Mason. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just open your car door for someone. Just anyone. <laughs> Randoms on the street. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I thought we could do this because these are notoriously hated. Uh huh. But they aren't without merit. So what you do... (laughs) I would disagree. I would say that some people love them and they are completely without merit. Okay, sure. Yeah. We'll do the compliment sandwich. You familiar with the compliment sandwich? Oh, sure, yeah, yep. Where if you want to give something a crippling insult but soften the blow, Uh you say something nice. Yes. You say the worst thing imaginable. Yep. And then you say something nice again. (laughs) Right. Now, I I feel the dilemma here will be is I will use up my one compliment right at the start, (laughs) crushing insults for for a very long time, and then I'll have nothing at the end. So it'll be more an open-faced compliment sandwich. <laughs> yeah, with, what is it? With meat down or whatever, yeah, whatever yeah. you said. Yeah, meat all the way down. <laughs> yeah, jeez. 
Well, we'll give it a go, won't we? Yeah, we will. Goodbye, Pat. So, Star Wars, hey? Yeah. So, I guess we start with episode one, The Phantom Menace. Have we talked? Have we talked about my general attitude towards Star Wars? I'm, I'm, we Feel must free have, to. Uh, no, it's more that like I'm. Fa- I'm fascinated. It's not that I dislike Star Wars. I'm fascinated. Sounds like. You but dislike. I'm fascinated. All these by- open face sandwiches you're giving us. <laughs> I'm more fascinated by Star Wars and Star Wars fandom. Yeah. Than I hate Star Wars. I feel. Okay. Like I think Star Wars is very interesting. Sure. I feel that when. You know, I feel Star Wars has produced a lot of great expanded universe stuff. I wouldn't say a lot, but... Some. Some. Some some great video games, some great novels, some comic books, all sorts of stuff like that. Cartoons, that sort of thing. But I think that it's interesting that when people say, oh my God, I love Star Wars, what they're generally referring to is the movies. And I just think that's interesting that they're saying that they love something where two-thirds of it is garbage. (laughs) I just think think that's interesting. Anyway, yeah, that's, that's, anyway, why, that's yeah. the positive part of my compliment sandwich. <laughs> so here we go, hey. I don't know. I think uh, I think it's kind of a genius marketing move to just have blanketed the entire world with Star Wars yeah. toys and action figures and whatever. Well, that's how they just did to, it. Just to prop up appeal for this stuff, and then and that's what they did because when in 1977 when the first one was released, mm-hmm. you couldn't then watch that at home. There was yeah. like you know. Videotapes were very very early days, uh-huh. and I'm not. I don't even know when they released Star Wars on on video. Mm-hmm. So you'd get the toys and you'd like recreate them, yeah. and that's how you get that burned into your brain forever. Yeah. Mm. You know what I mean? That's that's very. Sometimes clever. families would sit down in the living room and just dad would get out yeah. the action figures and just recreate the scenes. The action figures where nobody really looks like anybody. Correct. <laughs> Everyone's got the same mold. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, Star Wars Episode One though, obviously that was like. When that got announced, people lost their minds. Right? Yeah, I remember. It was it was a big deal because yes. there hadn't been a Star Wars movie. I think it was maybe announced in 96, 97, uh-huh. I want to say. Probably 96. Yeah, it would have been 96. Uh-huh. Or maybe even 95. No, it was 96. <laughs> it was around... It was, <laughs> it was... I don't know. Look, I don't Look, know. this week, James... Compl- <laughs> <laughs> this week, James thinks about years a lot. Yeah. That's what happens here. That's what happens. Do you remember being excited? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, because they 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 were, and they were like, we're going to re-release them, and then we're going to give you a bloody new Star Wars, and mm. that'll be bloody sick yeah. as. The warning sign shouldn't have been how much he altered the the originals, in particular, a New Hope. Like that should have been. We should have anticipated that the Phantom Menace would have Phantom Menaced more so. Would we have though? Because. Look, having having recently done an audio commentary for Star Wars: A New Hope. Yes. Uh the 2004 version? and 2011 version, yeah, what, yeah. yeah. Band, uh, the weekly. Wait, what is it? Weeklyplanetpod.bandcamp.com. Weekly, the weekly. Yeah, weekly, you're right. Sorry. Okay, yeah, great. Oh, we're so good at this. Uh, I think uh, new listeners who are listening to this will be like, "Wow, they definitely have done a hundred episodes, <laughs> and not one episode." You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, like I think I I don't because I think structurally that movie definitely still held up. Yeah, there was some incredibly jarring moments where mm. we switch from great real world 1977 backdrops to yeah. just this incredibly plasticky looking CGI Moss Eisley. Yeah. But other, the same dinosaur yeah. walking around. But this, but structurally that movie still held up and it was still yeah. a great action kind of movie and fun and, mm. and, and great, you know, good dialogue and all that sort of great stuff. Hand great hand soloing. Great hand soloing, good character interactions, that whole thing. Yeah. Good tension, you know, good, good, and, but, I don't think anybody had any idea that what would happen if you just went full bore CGI and just because we didn't know 
Like, clearly, it, Lucas went, I don't like how the, this movie is anymore. I'm going to change it. Yeah. And the army of Yes Men went, of course, you, you need to change it. Let's do that and let's make more money with these new releases. Yeah. But I, I don't think anybody at that point had known to what degree L- George Lucas was surrounded by Yes Men. Mm, absolutely. Where he could just say, I want the Jedi to go into a little submarine and go <laughs> into the water and meet some big giant puffy fish men and have an adventure. Go through the planet core. And for, for everybody around him to just go... Great. Good idea. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But would you doubt him being there? You know what? Having watched the... I watched the... I didn't re-watch the prequels. I re-watched oh. all the behind-the-scenes stuff. Yeah, great. Because I think that says a lot more about those movies. Yeah, I think that's the true. Movie them, movies themselves. And there's a lot of kind of... Maybe I'm reading into it, but there's a lot of kind of blank stares and like uncertainty when he'll say it like he'll say something like jar jar's the funniest character that we've had uh-huh. and there's just kind of like a no absolutely yeah you know like it's <laughs> those those are very interesting yeah the behind the scenes absolutely they are like that's on youtube you can just look that it's like an hour just fascinating it's a great turn watch. this podcast off yeah. <laughs> look we've had a hundred we've had a good run yeah but yeah no there's there's even and again i haven't seen these make these behind the scenes for a very long time mm, five but years. i yeah at least but I definitely recall there's a moment where they've completed the film yeah. and they're showing it to some executives or... And the editor. And, and the editor and yeah. some, you know, some, some money people and all that sort of stuff and producers. Yeah. And they show the whole film and then it, it fades to black on the film, the credits, and there's just a moment where everybody just sort of looks around <laughs> and everybody's got this look that's like... There's, there's no time to fix this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, we, this is what we've got. We cannot... And and Lucas even said that he's like, I, there's too much going on. Yeah, because basically the story. I'm jumping ahead in the story, I guess. <laughs> but there's like four different scenarios happening, and it's very jarring jumping from one to the next because you've got a space battle. Yep. You've got a, a throne room battle. Yep. And you've got oh, there's only three, I guess. And there's also the oh, and it's easy. Yeah. There's, a, a, there's the Darth Maul battle. Uh-huh. Oh, sorry, and the Gungan battle. There we go. So and all and the, the taxation. And so taxation. much taxation. But not only that, like. And they even say that one of the editors said says who and he's he's like the original sound guy. Uh-huh. I think his name's Ben Burt. I might be wrong, but he's incredibly talented. He's incredibly interesting. He goes, "You've got Qui Gon's death, yep. and then ninety seconds later, you cut to Buddy Jar Jar running around a CGI field. Do right. you know what I mean? Like it doesn't work. No, absolutely. And he not. says that, and then yeah. he just kind of like oh, whatever. Like right, right. Like and. <laughs> Look, yes. <laughs> maybe we should go back to the start. Let's go back to the start. Yeah, so I look. I think because at that point we'd had, I think as as kids or like young teens or whatever, we yeah. had like I remember Tie Fighter came out in like ninety four. Like game. we had we yeah. had heaps of just great video games and stuff like that. The and we Jedi were, Knight games, Jedi Dark Knight Forces games. We were kind of yeah. we were high on yeah, those. Man. And I bloody put in loads, yeah. like six floppy disks. Yeah, like the, and the previews just they looked great. They like did. They, they looked. It was Star Wars, but it yeah. was kind of... We've talked about this. I've got a video where the best part of The Phantom Menace is the trailer. Yeah. And that's on my YouTube channel somewhere. Right, like, right, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Where it's just, it, it looks like Star Wars, but, you know, before that universe fell to pieces, it's yeah. kind of this golden age. And yeah. I, always, I always find that kind of fascinating. Yeah, that, this that, like kind of romanticized version of the past yeah. and, mm-hmm. and whatever. And you know what? Also, a lot of The Phantom Menace is... A long is time ago. A, certainly. A long, long time ago. <laughs> a lot of the... Like fan- American Pie. <laughs> like American Pie. The Weird Al version. The Weird Al version. Oh, God. <laughs> There's a lot of practical stuff in that movie. Really? A lot of that stuff... Like they, they built real cities, like miniatures and, and like real ships. And, and, and like they obviously CGI'd most of the ships in space or whatever, but they built models and, 
And they do do that for a lot of the other ones as well. And there's a lot of puppeteering and uh-huh. the only CGI character is Jar Jar Binks. And look, he doesn't look that bad. Okay. Like the character, like it, it's obviously <laughs> dated. It's not, it's not flawless, uh-huh. but it's for the time. It's is this still... the compliment part of the compliment sandwich? <laughs> Absolutely got there is. Uh-huh. But that being said, the story is a fucking disaster. Incomprehensible, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, for me, the, because these are, they're not, they're children, they're family films. And that's the thing. Yeah. Are they though? Are they family films? Well then ultimately, I think they're geared, they have to be geared towards families. Is Anakin Skywalker rolling into a pit of lava with no legs? Is that a family film? Well see, that's that's what I'm <laughs> that's, saying. Yeah. I'm saying what the intent is, yeah. if you know, you know, Star Wars and Lucasfilm and all that sort of stuff, they want the absolute maximum number of viewers, they want the a- yeah. absolute maximum number of people to purchase the toys. Yeah. So it's got to be a family film. Yeah. But... This, look, this uh, Phantom Menace is a film that satisfies no one. Yes. And look, those movies, have, they, they've been picked to death. In particular, yeah. Red Letter Media. They do like the definitive mm-hmm. review of that. I mean, yeah. Everybody's seen it. If you haven't, you should definitely that watch is that. A, that is a footlong compliment sandwich <laughs> there. <laughs> Absolutely. And like, and for lack of a better word, they, they say that, that, exactly what you said, they're trying to appeal to everybody. And they mm-hmm. got Samuel L. Jackson because there's apparently something called the urban market. Oh yes, and apparently the like Lucasfilm. This is the assumption made by Red Letter Media that black people don't like Star Wars. So right. you put in Samuel L. Jackson, and uh-huh. you've got like the cool guy from Pulp Fiction uh-huh. being the most boring man in the world in Star Wars. Yeah, because uh-huh. he because he's not an interesting character not in, all, any, no. in any of these movies. No. So you, you've got your you got your kid bloody Jar Jar Binks rabbit and your bloody Anakin Skywalker and you got your space battles and you got your Jedi and you uh-huh. you know you, you're, you're appealing to everybody and mm-hmm. like you said in doing so. It just appeals, appeals to, to no one because the kids aren't going to like... Because I remember at the time seeing it. Yeah. And I remember a lot... Every major newspaper gave it five stars. I remember I that, yeah. And I'm like, well, all right. And then I went <laughs> in and I'm like... And I just sort of... I was like, oh, there's so many the, the, the great lightsaber battles in the... You know, there's gonna, yeah. I've seen them in the trailer. It's going to be amazing. Mm. And then it was just this drag <laughs> in between lightsaber battles. Yeah. I remember thinking, even in the cinema... Well, I'll, I guess I'll just deal with this until there's another lightsaber battle. Because I'm like, well, there has to be, there has to be at least one more. You've seen the trailer. I've seen the trailer. There has to be at least one more where this Darth Maul guy fights. Yeah. The Qui Gon Jinn or there's whatever. There's your bloody compliment sandwich. There's my compliment Darth sandwich. Maul. Yeah. <laughs> Darth Maul is an amazing character. That's well, true. Yeah. It, it, the concept. Sure. Is, yeah. Execution, not so much. The, the design-wise, yeah, he's, he's Great, incredible. Yeah. And you know, Ray Park is really good. Yeah. As Darth Maul. Uh-huh. But getting on those, the, touching on those lightsaber fights, I didn't notice this so much at the time because I walked out of that. I enjoyed it. Like uh-huh. I was like, I think I liked that. Uh-huh. It's one of these things where you're like, I, yeah, it was because it was cool because there were lightsabers uh-huh, and, yeah. and whatever. You know, but you obviously were like, even at the time. Yeah. We, I think we've talked about this before, but at I was in high school at the time, hmm. and I went out of it and I on, on the you know I saw it and I was bitterly disappointed and then on the Monday mm. uh I went to class yeah. and there was a guy reading the hardcover Phantom Menace novelization sure with oh, I think it had Anakin on the cover we could get different covers oh okay right yeah, so yeah. Oh, it might have been the Anakin you can switch over to Darth Maul or whatever Ooh. anyway and so I this guy and he was just reading it getting through it furiously and, <laughs> furiously furiously yeah and I'm like Whew. Phantom Menace, eh? Whew. And he's like, I've seen it 10 times. <laughs> and I'm like, you've what? How is that even possible? I don't know. I reckon maybe he saw it twice Friday night and then yeah. three times. To- I don't know. The movies open Thursday here, don't yeah, they? Exactly, so yeah, exactly. I guess 
He that saw is... it two or three times a day in four days. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, that's <laughs> that all was, right. That's that's like 120 bucks. Yeah, I know. For a kid. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's more. It's 204. Oh, movie tickets wouldn't have been 20 bucks then, would they? No. Who knows, mate? <laughs> the but story. Yeah, look, that- I can say without var- without varnishing over history, yeah. I hated it at the time. <laughs> did it was you, garbage did at the time. Did you tell people that, though? Yeah. Because we knew each other then, yeah. didn't we? But yeah. I don't remember having this conversation. I was probably like, I probably wasn't listening. Absolutely. I was too busy thinking about all those sweet bloody sword fights, mate. Yeah. And those hilarious Jar Jar Binks shenanigans. <laughs> Look, I, Jar Jar Binks isn't great, is he? No. But he's not the problem with that movie. He's one no. of the problems. Look, I think that he would be C-3PO style comic relief. Like in yeah. the first one, C-3PO is quite annoying. Yeah. Like in, in A New Hope. Yeah. But because the rest of the movie is, you know, flows really well and yeah. it's great action and stuff like that, you go, oh, it's just, it's fine. He's the scapegoat. Shut up and we'll move on. He's the scapegoat, really. Yeah, he's the sca- Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But in this movie, if this movie were good, yeah. you'd be like, ah, oh, just, yeah, all right, yeah. he's kind of, it's whatever, not who cares? the best part of it. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. yeah, but in this, the, 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 yeah, look, the problem with the prequels is, and I've said this before and I'll say it again, yeah. there's no Harrison Ford, the actor, <laughs> yes. there's no Han Solo, the, the character. character. And I don't mean exactly, like I don't want a junior Han Solo, I don't want a 12-year-old Han Solo. We'll whatever. talk about that a bit. Yeah, but what you need is an act, you need a character yeah. who is a counterpoint, who's like, this is dumb, <laughs> like all of this is dumb. Even if all the other, even if he's wrong, yeah. you need a character to say that. So in your brain, you can accept that and move on. Exactly. Like we're in, it's in, called hanging a lamp. It's called hanging a lampshade, yeah, yeah, or hanging a lantern sometimes. Yeah, and that's it's, right. it's, yeah, a case of, like in in A New Hope, yeah. you've got Han Solo saying, there's no mystical energy field that controls my destiny. This is all dumb. What are you, a dickhead? Yeah, what are you, a dickhead? Get your <laughs> bloody... Why do I have this weird laser-shooting drone just in my ship for you to practice on? What's I going on there? the implication is that Obi-Wan brought it with him. Oh, fine. I'll get to that. Though. Okay, great. <laughs> but yeah, but but in this movie, people are like, he's got so many midichlorians in him. And nobody's like... That's stupid. Where are these? Where are these midichlorians from? What's happened? Like, there's no and the, and again, there's no Harrison Ford. Who yeah. Famously said, "You can write this shit, but you sure as hell can't say it." Regarding all the dialogue in the Star Wars movies, yes. And there's again, there's presumably everybody who is cast in these movies mm. is like, "I love Star Wars. I love I love Star I'm Wars. Yeah. I'm excited. This is going to be a really great opportunity." Most Every, of them didn't read the script because yeah. there was no script. Everybody, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everybody, you know, everybody in the world's going to see me. This is going to be great. Yeah. And again, modern day movies, especially sci-fi movies, mm. I reckon it'd be hard to tell if you're in a good movie or not. Like <laughs> yes. when you're there, just you're there, and there's green screen and this is half built sets you're talking to nobody you've got a costume that's again half built there's some green stuff on it you're talking to you're talking to a piece of paper with an x on it (laughs) or a or a man with like a like a fish on his head like a man in a ping pong ball suit with a fish on you know and they're like talk to the fish on his head or whatever like you would have no idea yeah you've got some you know you'd be like well it's lucasfilm so probably pretty good seems like there's a lot of money behind this yeah so but again until you see the film completed and Mm. edited there's no way to know whether it's going to be good or not or it's going to look like garbage that's right if they if they decide to underspend on the cgi it's going to look like garbage and you're going to be standing in the middle of a pile of garbage (laughs) that's right so, did you know there's an actual there's an extra bit at the end? There's going to be another finale going on right. where do you know the long-headed Jedi? 
Oh, yes. Kim Muriandi, I think his name yeah. is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, that is his name. Right, right. I'm, I'm not probably saying it Scalpso right. Grande Scalpso Grande is his name. Who's also one of the Viceroys, who, uh-huh. by the way, are the dumbest assholes in the galaxy. Uh-huh. I'll get back to that. Okay, right. He takes one of the Trade Federation ships. Uh-huh. Like he goes in with a lightsaber. And so that footage exists somewhere. Okay. And, you know, I would like to see it just to be like, yeah, they probably shouldn't have included this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Look, okay. The Yoda puppet. Yes. It's it's wrong. Yeah, it is. Yeah, because it it's it's say it's about thirty years between this and a new hope, uh-huh. give or take. Right. It it looks way different, and I know he looks he's supposed to look different. Right. But it doesn't even look like him. It looks like his I don't know, like his weird crack addict brother or something. <laughs> sure, I don't yeah. know. Like he's really he's he's too skinny and his his head doesn't like it, its head's too small and and mm. it doesn't work. And then they made the mistake of not only butchering that. Yeah. But then in the next one, going to CGI Yoda, which uh-huh. we'll get back to. Okay, great. And then they also then they redid Phantom Menace and they put CGI Yoda back over the top of it. Oh, okay. So they edited the. See, Phantom having not Menace. rewatched, yeah, them multiple times, I did not know. Well, that. I I don't I genuinely haven't watched. So that did movie. they add more CGI to Phantom Menace in its re-release? Yeah, yeah. Well, they oh. they released it in 3D a couple of years ago. I didn't, oh, right. I didn't go see. I I probably haven't seen it for ten years. Yeah, right. Okay. Um. But boy, it still burns. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing, though. It doesn't really. Like, I. In the end of the day, I don't care that these aren't good. <laughs> no, that's fine. Exactly. Like, realistically, I spent ten bucks on it at the time, yeah. and I haven't seen it again. So ultimately, it doesn't. It makes zero difference to me. There's no reason for that's me right. to get mad at this. And I love Star Wars. Right. And you know what? If this new one turns out terrible, yeah. I'll be, I'll be kind of like, oh, that sucks. What if it's but just a movie? That's... I feel that's the problem. Like, <laughs> not if it's a great movie. Not if it's a Phantom Menace style pile of garbage. Because if it is, people will be like, well, we tried. What happened? Remember what happened last time? You've learned your yeah, lesson. Yeah. But if it's just a movie, say people, like Age of Ultron for you, or yeah, something like that. Just, oh, it's, it's, fine. it's fine. Honestly, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I, I, I don't really get stung anymore. Right, right. Maybe right. it's because I'm I'm getting older or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. But it's just like yeah, because because you know what? There's always going to be like another movie in whatever franchise. Yeah, like we had Mad Max this year. And Mad Max is great. Yeah. And there'll be something as good as Mad Max, maybe not next year, but uh, probably the year after. You know, yeah. whatever. It doesn't, mm. doesn't matter. Exactly. None of this matters. None of it. <laughs> Episode 100. Anyway. Uh, but yeah, look, the problem with The Phantom Menace is yep. it's boring. Yes. That's number one. The characters forget what powers they have. Correct. Which is a pet peeve of mine. Super speed. Well, yeah, exactly. There's a, there's a moment at right at the start. Yeah. Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan Kenobi are fighting some droids and they use their super speed, a sudden burst uh-huh. of super speed to get across a room or what have you, yeah. or down a hallway or whatever it is. Yeah. And then later, right at the end of the film, Obi-Wan, Qui-Gon Jinn is fighting Darth Maul, yep. and Obi-Wan cannot get to him because of a series of video game style <laughs> laser doors that he can't get, that he's not fast enough to get through. Unless he could it's a use, super Metroid level. <laughs> yeah, unless he could use some sort of super speed. Yeah. And he could very easily have done it, but he doesn't. He must have used it all. I must have used his his super speed meter might have been might have been down. Might You're have right. been low. Yeah, but you know, there's it's it's very telling as well in this in the behind the scenes. Yep. There's a bit where George Lucas is sitting with that same editor who says this tonally is all over the place. Right. And they're sitting there, and George Lucas is like, "Look, I like the performance of that actor in this particular take of this scene, uh-huh. but I don't like what the person next to him does. So, can you take those two different performances and put them together?" Uh-huh. And the guy's like, "It's great that we can do that, but then, but he's telling the audience this. Yeah. But then that opens up 
way too many choices yeah, in absolutely. terms of in terms of direction. Like he's micro editing and micro directing a movie. Yeah. And it used to be like you're not happy with that take, but it's the it's the good it's it's good enough. Yeah. Like we already spent enough on film stock. Yeah. So this is what we got. This exactly. Is what it is. We did two takes. You can choose one of the two takes. And yeah. and the scene they were even doing it in, it was the most inconsequential scene of all time. They're all standing in the cockpit as they've uh-huh. left bloody Naboo or whatever. Yeah. And Captain Panaka, who was a nobody character, right. he sits down too early and he's like, well, I don't like how he sits down early, so can you just make him stand there and then that person's going to exit screen left and then he'll just be standing there. Right. It's like, who the... What are you... Who fucking cares? Nobody cares about this. Right. What are you doing? Uh-huh. Like, it's... It's madness. Mm. And... Okay, he's... he's, he's I'm ready. Here's a compliment. Oh, okay, yeah. There's a deleted... It's more a sprinkling of compliments. <laughs> or a sandwich made of just feces. Just a... There's a deleted Greedo scene with oh, yes. Kid Greedo. Kid Greedo. And Kid Greedo is in this movie, technically. Yeah. He's one of Anakin's little supporters when he's winning, oh, when the, he's winning the pod, pod race. race. Yep. What do you think of the pod race, actually? Ah, oh, look. It's a good video game. Have you ever played that on 64? Never, know. It's pretty solid. No, man. I was never a 64 fan. Um, you. I know, right? <laughs> so, the issue I have with the pod race... Yeah. Well, there's probably heaps. But... Sebulba. Sebulba, dastardly. Uh, it's it's kid actors talking to like it's a kid character talking to himself. <laughs> yeah. Like, yay, I'm winning the race. You know, it's one of those it's a bit of that exposition. That's what I hate. <laughs> I hate not not so much the pod race, but the overarching idea that in Star Wars, Obi-Wan says, I met Anakin when he was a pilot. Yeah. Or whatever, and he was the best pilot I've ever seen. Yeah. And so they were like, Okay, well, we've got kid Anakin. We have to make him some sort of pilot. Yeah. Let's make him a pod race pilot because that's, we can't have him, you know what I mean? And the weirdest thing is, Obi-Wan's not even there. He's on the ship. Yeah, he's on the ship. Why yeah. did they even make the character of Qui-Gon? Why couldn't he be Obi-Wan where Obi-Wan finds him and goes, this kid is messed up. Right. He shouldn't even be a kid. That's, well, that's exactly, a mistake yeah. right there. But if you're going to do that, yeah. why put Qui-Gon in? They right, just put right. him in to have someone yeah. to kill. I mentioned, that I had a conversation with somebody about this the other day mm. that... The problem with the Phantom... Look, there's so many problems with these prequels. <laughs> Stop but, saying that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I shouldn't. Is that from the... You know, the last one came out in... Return of the Jedi came out in 83. Yeah, 83. And then we had the Phantom Menace in... 99. 99. So we had 16 years yeah. of people... In, and we had we had three movies of people going, okay, well, I met you, I met Anakin when he was a, the greatest pilot I've ever seen. We we went... Served him in the Clone Wars. Clone we Wars, Kessel Run, all this sort of... <laughs> all, the, all this backstory that we can imagine. Django Fett. Someone Django. said Django Fett at some point. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and so we that. had... Yeah, so so there was 16 years yeah. where people... Well, more if you count, you know, from 77. Yeah. Where fans of Star Wars imagined what happened yeah. prior to that. And... There's no way that any movie, no matter how good, could have lived up to that. And so it's ultimately very disappointing that those movies were total crap. So would you say that's what's going to happen with Force Awakens? No. Why? I think that we're in a good era of, and I've talked about this with Doctor Who before, Yeah. where, where we've got people who created it originally, mm. they're still around, we've got people who grew up as fans of it. Yeah. Who've sort of seen... J.J. Abrams. Yeah, J.J. J. J. Abrams. Yeah. Who've seen... Maybe there's some problems that they need to yeah. to surmount and stuff like that. Who love the original stuff? Who've been waiting years to to you know build their own story in that universe? Mm. And they they're very good at remembering what was great and what they loved about it, and then sort of concentrating that all together, mm. kind of thing. Concentrating like the force. Yeah, yeah, 
All the get your midi chlorians in line. Just putting all pile them all up the midi chlorians. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I think they're yeah. going to be. I think it's going to be pretty good. I yeah. remember being bored during that pod race, and it's technically amazing. Yeah. No, I also remember being bored. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It goes for too long. There's yeah. too many laps. Just have one laps. lap. Yeah. <laughs> Qui Gon rigs that race. No, he doesn't rig the race. He rigs the dice. Everything's right? rigged about. That's. It's, there's yeah. It's amazing because he walks in. He's like. Can I have this hyperdrive? And he's like, no. And he's like, can I use this boy and have a race? And he's like, yeah, okay. Sure, yeah. So, wait, what, what is... It's he f- should just go, do you see this? This is a laser sword off the Republic. I'll kill you. Yeah. Give me that. I'll send yeah. you the money. Because, yeah, morally speaking, yeah. Qui-Gon Jinn is quite a bad person. Well, he bankrupted... A small, disheveled Jewish man. Wingsy Snowball. And he is a, he is like a stereotypical kind of There's a of lot of stereotypical. Money grubbing. There's a lot of, and I don't want to get into any specifics, but if there's a lot of weird stereotypical, there's a lot of weird ethnic stereotypes yes. disguised as aliens. <laughs> yes, that's in right. this In this movie especially. <laughs> Less so in the other two, but boy. Yeah. And yeah, because there's, because you've got Wingsy Snowball or whatever his real name is. Watto. Thank you. Yeah. Who's just this junk dealer? Who might be very well, very well, be a shady junk dealer. Well, you know what? He set I mean, them up he, in a nice home. Yeah, I mean, they had bombs in their head. Oh, sure, that? yeah, yeah. Okay, it's well, not he, really touched right. on much. But so, but the first thing Qui Gon does is just to try and force, just mind trick <laughs> Jedi, yeah. mind trick him. Yeah, and then he's like, "Oh, my powers don't work on this guy." Yeah. Hey, how about I negotiate to have this child <laughs> in a pod race or whatever? Like, what's stopping him from going out into the street and saying? Everyone, give me all your money. Yes, like morally, that's it's the same it's thing. It's the same isn't it? thing. I yeah, feel, yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, or again, the lightsaber cut you in half kind of situation. <laughs> yeah. It does. If this guy's a bad guy, also chop, they could have chop him a bit. And I think Red Letter Media said this. They could be like, we have a Naboo cruiser. Yeah, can you just give us literally anything, and you can have this. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. we just need to get however many parsecs it is right, to yeah. bloody. <laughs> Yeah. Coruscant. Yeah. Also, and you were there obviously when we saw this and we stopped and talked about it. When you watch the Anakin Skywalker um, auditions, yep. the guy they give it to is not the best guy. No, he's not the best actor. Yeah. It was quite obvious. <laughs> yeah. Like we, we see them both deliver the same. We see two child actors deliver yeah. the same bit of dialogue. Yeah. And, it's, and it's that are you an angel nonsense. Yeah. And one of them really sells it. Yeah. Well. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You know. You know. <laughs> and look again, that's not Jake Lloyd's fault. Like this is, like that dude got a bad rap. Yeah, like, yeah. and that's mm-hmm. it's not on him either. Like yeah. it's it's unfair that that he's you know that things have turned out the way that it has for him. Uh-huh. You know, that really sucks. He'd get that shit every day. Every day. Can of you his imagine life, yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. Bloody hell, man. Blame the parents. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the Greedo deleted scene. Oh, sorry, I forgot about the Greedo deleted scene. All right. <laughs> Which is it's amazing that they cut this out. Where after the after the pod race. Mm-hmm. Qui-Gon uh, comes across Greedo, Kid Greedo and Kid Anakin Skywalker fighting in the street. Right. And he's like, he breaks it up and he's like, What's, what the hell is this? And Anakin's like, this son of a bitch said that I cheated in the race, which he technically did, I guess, because mm-hmm. he's got the force or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, I guess he didn't. It's not important. Yeah. And, he's, and Qui-Gon's like, hey, kid, do you think he cheated? And he's like, yeah. And Anakin, and he's like to Anakin, he's like, did you cheat? And he's like, no. And he's like, who cares? Let's go. doesn't matter. Who uh-huh. cares what he thinks? And then that's kind of cool because it's kind of like, yeah, it's a good point. A message for kids or whatever. Yeah. And then he walks away and someone goes, one day you'll get in trouble, Greedo. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. 
That's on YouTube. Great. Find it. Yeah. Mm. So fantastic. Pretty good. So yeah. good good work on cutting that out. Yeah, definitely. All in all. And then of course we have to another way to show that Anakin is an amazing pilot is by accidentally getting into a spaceship yep. and then accidentally destroying another spaceship. Another spaceship, <laughs> right? And then again, there's a bit more classic. What? Well, I'm, I'm in a spaceship. I'm flying the space. Oh, I've blown up all the other spaceships. I made it do a roll in the spaceship. Yeah. Ugh. Awful. Terrible. It really is. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It's pretty much a beat for beat a new hope. Not in a good way. But like you got the big space battle. You got your bloody medal ceremony at the end and whatever. You got uh-huh. your farm boy who's got a heart of gold and you got your funny droids and all your yeah, funny going to bloody tattoo. You're going to the Mos Eisley. You're yeah. doing the stuff. Yeah. Anyway, we've got, <laughs> we got two more of these. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what always- else do I hate about <laughs> Phantom Menace? We could always come back to yeah, it. Yeah, it's true. If I have any thoughts about Phantom Menace and why I hate it. Episode- I feel these next two are just going to blur together slightly. Sure. They're not as bad. I disagree. All right. I think episode two is the easily the worst Star Wars wow. movie. All right. And I've said this before. It's even in that Phantom Menace video I did. It should be it should know better. Oh yes. Building so off the point, back yeah. of what happened in the first one mm-hmm. and the things that people hated. Uh-huh. And look, he did make an attempt in many ways because he scaled Jar Jar Binks like right back. Uh-huh, yeah. Like that was a clear response. But he also made him, I think, as a kind of screw you to the audience. He's the one who gives the Chancellor powers. The That's power right, yeah. Powers yeah. <laughs> to be like I don't mm. even think that that was a na- like I don't think scaling down of Jar Jar was a narrative decision. I think that was a merchandising decision. I think oh, there would have yeah. been Across the world, there would have been um, like one million unsold Jar Jar Binks toys and plushies and action figures. Just go to any Australian Toys R Us and you, yeah, in 2015. <laughs> and, you, and I think they're like, well, look, I lo- he's still definitely the funniest character, yeah. but he's not selling, so he's out. He's out, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the push pop Jar Jar Binks thing? His mouth opens and his tongue's a lollipop and you... <laughs> And you French him. <laughs> French him. <laughs> 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 we haven't even... What, what do you think of Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan? <sighs> Serviceable. I think, yeah. Like, it's good. He's as good as he can be. Yeah, definitely. I, yeah. I think he nails the voice. He nails the mannerism. Yeah. He looks like him. Yeah. But he, he, like, he does as good as he can do. Uh-huh. Like, I feel like he got out of this pretty unscathed. Unscathed, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, his uncle was in... Star Wars. His uncle yes. is Wedge Antilles. There you go. Dennis Lawson, I think his name is, mm-hmm. who advised him not to do these movies. Right. Which is which we've talked about before. But look, you know what's weird about... Oh, what do you think of Amidala? Just as a character. <laughs> yeah, sure. Or an actor. Look, again, it's, it's, hard, to, it's hard to say because they're all crippled by this woeful dialogue. <laughs> yeah. It's just... That especially... This is, is it, does Attack of the Clones feature the... I hate the sand because it's so rough. <laughs> yes, that, that is that speech. Yeah. So the last time you saw this was in 2002. Must have been. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one, I I walked out and I went. That I had the same reaction. You know, the first one, I was like, nah, that wasn't good right. like, uh-huh. in any way. Yeah. I don't even know what that was. Because you know, a lot of it is, despite how big it is in the scope, and they're walking down these massive, expansive Jedi temple corridors, and they're on this amazing bug planet and mm-hmm. whatever. It feels like it was filmed in a cupboard. Yep. Like there's no like depth of I don't know, it's it's not the sound design mm-hmm. because, you know, you kind of get your echoes in your hallways or whatever. It's just, it does, it, everything looks flat. Yes, absolutely. 
it was again. It's it's that golden era of mm. we can CGI anything we want, yeah, but never question why we whether we should or not, yeah, that kind of thing. And so you could build a CGI city, yeah, but it didn't have enough texture to look real. That's right. Like yeah. it, if you if you're willing to suspend disbelief, mm. you'd be like, oh. Okay, this is kind of a stylized universe. Yeah. Or maybe you could go, okay, well, it's the past, so we're seeing everything in a kind of a, a golden, you know, with, with rose-colored glasses or sure. what have you. But it didn't... And because the, the rest of the movie is so bad, all the dialogue's <laughs> bad and the plot's bad and everything else is awful. Yeah. It's just another thing to add to the pile. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? If, if the acting was great and the plot was great and you're like, this is an amazing action movie. Yeah. The city looks kind of weird. Yeah. You'd be like, yeah, but look at the everything else. Exactly, kind of thing, yeah. yeah. Look at Dexter Jetster. Look at Dexter Jetster. There's too many... Look C- how many arms he has. <laughs> There's too many CGI characters in this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's even things like... And again, George Lucas, what an amazing guy. Like, I genuinely mean that. Uh-huh. Like, he'll go in and there's like different heads for Dexter Jetster. And uh-huh. they're like, which Dexter Jetster do you like? And he's like, well, there's a very pivotal role in whatever. He's not. He's, yeah. It doesn't mean, none of that means anything. Uh-huh. But he picks up. Again, two- he could have, his exposition could be on a post-it note. Yes. <laughs> or a terminal, like he just, Obi-Wan just looks something up. Well, he does. He looks something up because he's like, where's the planet Camino? And it's yeah. like, it's not here. So he goes... I guess I'll go to speak to my friend Dexter Jetster. He's like, no, it's there. It's it's in this place. Right, he's right. like, okay. They just wanted to put a weird like 1950s diner, diner in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he could that scene if you, if you wanted to just do a quick edit of Attack of the Clones. Yeah, you could just have cut to the terminal. Where's Camino? It's here. Great, and then just cut to him at in Camino. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess because Camino's been wiped from the archive by the Emperor or whoever. Right. Or Cipher Dias. In this scenario, it hasn't been. Yes. Right? <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah. Yep. It's just there, just going about its business. Correct. So, like, even in the Dexter Jetster scene, there's a scene where they hug. Yep. And they CGI out Obi-Wan and put his Ewan McGregor's real head onto a fake body so they could, like, hug convincingly. <laughs> Excellent. But also, and he, he takes the two Dexter Jetster sculpts and he's like, well, I like the bottom of this head, but I like the top of that one, so can you just put them together? It's like, did you just... Pick one. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah. what what is his what is his aesthetic sense based on? That's interesting. Exactly. I don't. Like, I can't. Because would you be like, oh, well, he's yeah. See, it's it's weird. This universe of yes men. So that's why I'm fascinated by it. Because it's not like back in the day they released uh, an Obi Wan figure that. Lucas designed an Obi-Wan figure that somebody else designed yeah. and the Lucas one outperformed that in sales 10,000 to one or yeah. whatever. Like there's never been a test. Yeah. So it's just like Obi-Wan, it's just like Lucas going, yeah, that the top of that and the bottom of that yeah. as if it makes a difference in terms of <laughs> merchandise sales or anything like that. It, it wouldn't. No, absolutely. Close enough. It's fine. It's fine. So people are like, well, he knows what he's talking. I don't know. And you know what's amazing as well? And I forgot to mention this to the Phantom Menace. Well, go back to the Phantom go Menace. Back. There's a bit where they give Obi-Wan his braid because you know the Padawan, oh, yeah. which is a dumb name, have braid to show that they're Jedi's in training. Yep. Except initially he's got two. He's got one on each side of his head like Pippi Longstockings. Uh-huh. And George Lucas goes, see, the trick for this is not to overdo it and not go too far. And then at the end, after the screening, he literally says, I think I've gone too far. Amazing. (laughs) Amazing. Anyway, Attack of the Clones. But look, only one braid, please. That's right, exactly. Don't go insane. It did look ridiculous. Attack of the Clones. That's great. Another thing, why do they need to make him weird monk men, weird sexless monk men? Yeah. 
Why why can't what's the story? Because of this weird What's the story for Attack of the Clones? I can't remember. <laughs> Do you want me to break it yeah, down? Yeah, rough you? <laughs> refresh my memory. Okay. So it's ten years after the Phantom Menace. Great. Obi Wan mullet now. Because oh, he's got he rid of his too, brain, he's got yeah. a sweet mullet. Ugh. Is training Anakin Skywalker, who's say nineteen. Yep. Who's these now he's kind of apprentice and he's just a big baby. He's right? everybody's a big baby in this movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everybody talks like we said, everybody talks and acts like children. Yes. Mm-hmm. From uh, the Queen is no longer the Queen because you elected the Queen in Naboo, but she's a senator of Naboo. Yep. And the Trade Federation are trying to, or someone is trying mm. to kill her. It's clearly the Trade Federation. Oh, absolutely. And the separatists or whatever uh-huh. are trying to kill her because for whatever reason. So it opens with an assassination attempt and then Obi-Wan and Anakin are instructed to protect her and then Jango Fett pays a different bounty hunter to put worms through her window and then there's like Oh, is that in two? I always, I always two. remember that as being in three, but all right, the worms through the window is two. <laughs> and then there's a space. PSA, everybody, if you're looking for the worms through the window assassination scene, it's in two. Don't waste your time with three. Then there's a really long chase scene through um, Blade oh, Runner. Yep. And then and then Anakin jumps from his speeder. Oh, he's his car, his flying car. Yep. And he goes, I'll be right back. And he leaps 200 feet and uh-huh. lands exactly on the bounty hunter's ship. Right. And yep. Obi-Wan's like, oh, I hate it when he does that. Here we go again. Yeah, exactly. Like that yeah. kind of, like that's a uh-huh. common thing. Yeah. How, like, it's a, it's again an example of what powers do you have? Right. Uh-huh. What, what can and can't you do? Yes. So you can drop 200 feet with no consequence. Yep. But you can't like jump over a man in a lava pit or something. Like it's just, yeah, it's yeah. so. Isn't it though? Like I, again, I. I enjoy the idea of that, of kind of swashbuckling and daring yes. do, but there's superpowers involved. Like, yeah. I like that idea. Yeah. But you need, yeah, you need a, a unified set of rules. Mm. There's no, pro- I don't have a problem with somebody leaping 200 feet no. and landing on as long as it doesn't have. As long as he breaks every bone in his body. <laughs> yes, no, you can, bones can be fine, but. Yeah. As long as later on mm. there isn't a scene where he it would be good for him to leap yeah. out of a pit of lava and then he can't do it for some reason. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. And look, and also how, how, do I, how, do, how do you worry about a character being hurt? For one, you know he's Darth Vader so he's not going to die. Right. Uh-huh. But you also know that he can drop 200 feet and be fine. Yeah. So how, why, why do I care whether he's okay? Mm. On top of him being a big baby. Oh, sure, yeah. So, like, I'm not invested in this invincible baby like I, no. I don't care would you enjoy a film called invincible baby <laughs> yes i would yeah <laughs> anyway if they were okay if they were like you can watch star wars the force awakens or invincible baby <laughs> that's all to- the information you have you can only watch one which do you choose i have to watch force awakens oh, right, unfortunately right. yeah invincible uh-huh. baby does sound amazing mm-hmm. but- what if it's called george lucas's invincible baby <laughs> Again, I have to watch right, the Force Awakens. I'm fine, sorry. No, Would you fine. choose Invincible Baby over Force Awakens? I'd have to see a poster. <laughs> anyway, I'm still telling the story, I okay, guess. Okay, um, Obi-Wan, they find out this bounty hunter was hired by a different bounty hunter who's Boba Fett's father, but he's actually his clone of him. He's not really his father. They're just the same guy at different ages, yeah, uh-huh. which is odd. And then... Yeah. And then Obi-Wan is, goes to Kamino where he finds out that a Jedi that we never see called Cypher Dias commissioned a Republic army to be made 10 years prior. Okay. Presumably at the request of Palpatine or Dooku. Yes. Though that's never explained in the movies. Oh. I know it's explained in the books. Yeah. I can't remember why though. Mm-hmm. Also, those books don't count anymore. No, so it doesn't, yeah. So at, it's just a loose plot thread now. Yes. 
Obi-Wan then goes to Kamino where he fights... Which is the weird water planet, right? No, that's Geonosis. Okay, right. He goes from Geonosis to Kamino, which is a... It's Tatooine with red rocks. Oh, right. And then he fights Jango Fett with his guitar bombs. Oh, yes. Remember that? Yes, yeah, sort of. they're, they're cool, actually. They've got that All sweet right, sound yeah. effect. And then he gets captured by Geonosis. Meanwhile, Anakin has to take Palpatine to Space Venice, which is <laughs> Naboo. Yeah. And they fall in love and they roll around in a field yep. and have terrible dialogue. And then they realize Obi-Wan's been captured by Dooku. So they go there and they show down with the droid army. And then all the Jedi turn up and then all the clones turn up. And then at the end, they're like, I guess we have a clone army now. Let's Fantastic. not look into this. <laughs> yeah, never. Why would you? <laughs> Count Dooku is also a Sith villain. Yeah. So we never see we never see or hear from Cypher Deus. No. Right. So he wasn't Darth Sidious. Unrelated. No. He was a real Jedi that died. Because Obi-Wan gets there and he goes, and they're like, Hey, great to see you. We've got you've got we've got your New Zealand army. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to see it? And he's like, Yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> and then he's like, Who who commissioned this? And they're like Bloody Cypher Deus. And he's like, that dude's been dead for 10 years. Right. And then it's never explained. Yeah, great. <laughs> so, you know what was really off-putting about this movie as well? What's that? Compared to The Phantom Menace and the originals, it's filmed in Australia. Yeah. So, I'm just like, I know that guy. Yeah. He's in that show. He's that guy's uh-huh. in that show, whatever. There's- That's Kick Gurry. <laughs> I assume he's <laughs> in that. I don't know. Apparently, Nudge from... Um, oh, from Hey Dad. Hey Dad is in it. Oh, I, boy. I haven't seen him, but yeah. I find that really distracting where I'm like, Captain Typho is the guy from Water Rats <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> or whatever, you know what I mean? But that's me. That's a personal thing. That's, uh-huh, that's, sure. that's not a slide against the, the, the movie in, in that way. Younglings, what do you think of that? Where Obi-Wan goes into the room and all, they're all being trained by Yoda and they've all got lightsabers and They've got little lightsabers and, shields and little blast face. shields from A New Hope. And they're all got little, they're blocking. Little yeah, and droids. they've all got... They're all wearing the little robes. Yeah. Ugh, hate it. Yeah. <laughs> Which again takes away from a new hope because yeah. whatever. Um What do you I the- hate all the you know what you know what I hate the most? Well I no. I I can't definitively say you know what I hate the most about because I'll think about something else and I hate the most. What I hate the most about the prequels and sort of the expanded universe stuff is that everybody's got a destiny. Yeah, yeah. And everything calls back to everything else. Yeah. Some things can just be. Yes. The scene on the Millennium Falcon where Luke Skywalker puts the bla- the inexplicable blast shield down <laughs> on his helmet and fights the little dro- the flying droid yeah. thing. Just let that be. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a call forward to all the little Jedi's being trained in a prequel and they all have exactly the same thing. Exactly. And that implies that Obi-Wan had that on him mm. and it didn't look like he had a satchel. Did not. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Thank you. Yeah. Mm. Or like R5-D4 being a Jedi <laughs> droid <laughs> who was going to be purchased by Uncle Owen from the Jawas, but then... He realised destiny. The destiny required him to Uncle Owen to purchase R2-D2, so he blew himself up. Mm. You know what I mean? What an amazing Quit sacrifice. it with the destiny. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or Greedo getting into trouble, and then he get into real trouble one day and have Han Solo steal his vest. <laughs> Which is a real... Th- we talk about that in the commentary. We do, yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. What do you think of the love scene stuff? I mean, I know you don't like it. Atrocious. But- <laughs> Atro- Ugh. Ugh. Is it the dialogue or is it the acting? Or is it both? I don't know if it's the acting. I mean, it's 
Because what again? What are they going to? They're rolling around in a big green pit, I assume. <laughs> Imagine just like a skateboard. I, they, what they would have had to have is just like a skateboard half pipe painted green, and they're just at the bottom of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Actually, that seat in the field is real. Like oh, that, right, that's okay. actually a real seat. And well, then I blame the acting. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if you're in a real scenario, come on. But there's you can't say that stuff though. No. Like, and there's a scene where like he's like, she's like what do you think of politics? And he's like, I think they should just be a guy who just tells everybody what to do. Mm. And she's like, isn't that like being a dictatorship? And he's like, ah, maybe. And then they kind of roll around. Right, 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 yeah. And it's just the most forced. Oh, <laughs> forced. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that whole thing is, Ugh. it's very poorly and it's so, And we'll get to it in the, in the next one, but it's just this weird, <laughs> like it's this weird, super romantic sense of love where no logic applies to it. Like there's no, like there's these two people in love, but no thought about the rest of the universe. Yeah. We'll we'll talk about it. Exactly. And not only that, he can't love because he's a Jedi because I guess they're priests. Yep. Which is dumb in itself. Absolutely, yeah. And she can't love because she's a senator. Yep. I always, (laughs) yeah, like when... Isn't Bail Organa married? He's a senator. Yeah. Anyway, go on. But just... You know, the, when I saw the original Star Wars movies, mm. because we don't know anything about the Jedi really, it's just yeah. a couple of leftovers, you yeah. know, kind of thing. I always the assumed, scraps. yeah, I was assumed the Jedi were kind of like Green Lanterns, yeah, in that they had, they all had the same sort of. They pool all had of, the Schwartz. They all the had Reeds. the Schwartz. Yeah, <laughs> they all had the same pool of you know the the Force to draw from and, and use their different powers. Sure, but they came from all different. Walks of life. Some kind of were thing. droids. Some were droids. Some were vests. Some were f- fish men. <laughs> some were whole planets or whatever. But yeah. they all came from different cultures yeah. and they all had different looks and different kind of things. You know, maybe they all, maybe they were all found and trained at very young ages. Yeah. But in different cultures. There were different cultures of Jedi masters and whatever. Yeah. But it's just put them all into this weird monk order. I don't like it. I've never liked it. I agree. Yeah. Why can't they just be like cops, like you said? Yeah. Like why do they have to have a weird code that doesn't make any sense and would just turn them against you? Yeah. Because they're clearly, and I guess you could draw a lot of parallels to like modern day religion where they've got the... It's Let's not get dog- too creepy. No, I know, right. but I'm just talking about in terms of... They, well, because again, they talk about it. The Jedi used to be this amazing force for good, and now they're just kind of this dogma. Right, right. right. And I'm not saying all religions is that. Think whatever you want. I don't give a shit. <laughs> but <laughs> headed that off at of the past. All right, you. continue. I don't even know what I, where I was going with that. But you don't need to place those restrictions upon them. I like yes. the way that Luke Skywalker was like, "Yeah, I just wear this uniform because I don't know what I'm doing." Yeah. And Obi Wan wears his robes because I live on a sand planet. Like, right. Uh-huh. Whatever. Like, nope, destiny. And Yoda lives in a swamp, and mm-hmm. that's great. Good. Yeah. I got to talk about Yoda. Okay, here Look. we go. Okay. Oh, okay. Now I know. <laughs> I remember the pivotal scene in this movie. I've, re- I've remembered it now. Okay. Yoda was obviously a puppet in Phantom Menace. We just talked about that. Uh-huh. There's a documentary, and it goes into great detail about how they bring this CGI Yoda to life, mm-hmm. and they go through the hair and the how to get him to walk properly, and how they're using. But what they did ultimately mm. is they got a stick, and they put a tennis ball at the end of the stick, and they waved it around Christopher Lee, and just <laughs> watched him just swing another stick and look confused, and then at the at the end of the stick with a tennis ball on it, they CGI Yoda in. And you know what? That's not even Christopher Lee in the sword fight. That's a different guy. They put his head on it. And if you go back and watch that, you'll be like, yes. <laughs> and Christopher Lee is being interviewed in, during it. And he's like, 
yeah, it's, it's easily the best sword fight I've ever been involved in. <laughs> and that's certainly not true. No. People, that blew people's minds though. But yeah. it, for Yoda, it comes back to the most powerful thing about him and the Emperor should be that they're above using lightsabers. Yes. And do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. not what he's, he's about. Like, he yeah. could kill you with his mind if he wanted to. Right. But uh-huh. he doesn't. Mm. So if Yoda rocks up, Dooku should just be like, I'm fucking out of here. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it shouldn't be a weird CGI flip The worst part of that thing, and again, I remember this in the cinema, Mm. the worst part of that I don't feel is the the actual lightsaber battle. It's bad because we've got this laughable flipping over CGI Yoda or whatever, and it's ridiculous. It's like just an annoying fly dancing about Dooku. (laughs) Dooku. Um, It's that... There's this weird dialogue exchange up until that point, which I was just just cringeworthy, just Wait, atrocious. And I believe the line is something like... Because initially they just... Dooku just throws rock. No, Dooku shoots some lightning. Yeah, he blocks it. Blocks it. Yep. There's some rocks they being throw some thrown. Rocks. Yep. Throw some rocks at each other. And yep. then... He goes, it appears that our this dispute can't be... What was it? Can't be settled with our skills in the Force, but perhaps with a lightsaber battle. Yeah. And then they both pull out lightsabers. Yeah. And they dance around. And I just, I, maybe people cheered in the cinema. They like, did. Not, not when I went. No, not when I went, but I've seen footage of it. But just, I don't understand how you would think that would be good in any way. You yes. know what I mean? But <laughs> that weird, and it's clearly meant to impress us and build up this. Yeah. If you're going to do, don't put the dialogue in. <laughs> Just let it evolve naturally. We're yeah. talking about the Terminator movies, Terminator 2, yep. the T-1000, the T-800, Arnold and Robert Patrick. Yep. They punch on the whole movie. Yep. They never say a word, never to, say each a word to each other. When Luke first confronts Vader, Vader says to him, I see, uh, what is it? The force is strong with you, but you're not a Jedi yet. And it's on. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. Because that's all you need. Right. You don't need a weird rock-throwing competition. No, the worst. <laughs> so much time wasted. And, and there's no consequence to that. Imagine the 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 amount of hours wasted by fans of Star Wars, or just moviegoers generally. Amount of time they'll never get back because that CGI rock. Th- like, like that scene is probably only a minute, but if you... You know, if you combine that, multiply that by all the millions of people that watched it, then nobody's getting their time back. And that's fighters of no consequence. They've all built an electric car. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Save the planet. Because they could have, like, who is Dooku? What do yeah. I care? Who, who does cares? he work exactly. for? Yeah. And, and yeah. you find out he works for the Palpatine and whatever. Yeah. Great. I don't care if he gets away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think that's just trading on. Hey, it's Christopher Lee. Yeah. He's a he's an old fashioned good actor. He's in Lord of the Rings. He's a, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Did you see? Did you know that every clone trooper in that is CGI? Yes. Yeah, I guess you yeah. would know that. Anyway, getting back to the CGI Yoda. And if I didn't know that, I would have assumed it. <laughs> yes. So they didn't build a single piece of armor. Makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. What about sets, though? Uh, some. Less. I guess the field. Yeah, the field. <laughs> yeah, they built that field. No, they really did go. They did like a week here and week there. They went back to Tunisia. Mm-hmm. But there's also a really interesting scene in, in Episode 2 documentary where George Lucas, someone goes to him, you just filmed a scene for Episode 3. And he's like, yeah. And they're like, why? And he's like... I don't want to come back here. So he films the final scene of episode three or one of the end scenes where Obi-Wan drops Luke's baby Luke Skywalker yep. to the Lars's uh-huh. and then he leaves. So he filmed that yep. at the end of episode two, which is 
it makes sense. Uh-huh. But he's just, he's at it. And, and they said to him, well, what if the shot's wrong? And he's like, I don't care. He's like, I'm not coming back. Right. So, so that is a, that's where his enthusiasm <laughs> runs out. I guess so. He doesn't want to go back to the uh-huh. desert. Yeah. Anyway, CGI Yoda. I'm ready. They go to this whole, they, they're like, they take the reference footage from Empire Strikes Back of like Yoda and they spend a lot of time tearing it down being like, oh, this really doesn't hold up. Uh-huh. This, the, the puppet Yoda from Empire Strikes Back. So it doesn't really move properly and you can see... Now, the, who's saying that? The people who are making the CGI Yoda. Of course they are. Yeah. Because like, that's their job. Yeah. And if they were like, hey, you know what? You know that puppet we've got in storage <laughs> that we've built and so it will cost no money? Yeah. That's fine. So you don't need us. You we'll, don't need us. We can do the flips. Yeah. If you want your flips, we'll uh-huh. put the flips in. Look, what we can do is we can... We can get Frank Oz to yeah. wear a green bodysuit <laughs> and then have him dance about. <laughs> and then we'll just CGI him out. And also CGI Christopher Lee in yeah. or whatever we're doing. Yeah, but that's that's classic. Yeah. Our job's on the line here if we say this is fine. So, of course, we're going to have to find exactly. flaws in this. And, look, it's all very subtle. Like, they are respectful that, like, that, that was the best you could do at the time. Mm. And, look, going back and watching Empire Strikes Back, no, that puppet is not perfect. Mm-hmm. But it's such a magical world and the character is so fleshed out that it works. Yeah. Kermit the Frog is the shittiest looking puppet I've right. ever seen in my life. Yeah. But it works uh-huh. because it's, it's, it's iconic in the way he looks and the character and all yeah. the way he reacts to whatever he's doing. Uh-huh, yeah. And that's the reason Yoda And works. the puppeteer behind it. Exactly. Henson or whoever's doing him now yeah. kind of thing. And, and it's the same with E.T. E.T. Yeah. works because the puppet works and the world works. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they spend a lot of time kind of tearing it down and being, and then, and then it gets to a point where they're like, well, let's put some of the flaws of that puppet into this CGI version. Right. So you know how the ears wiggle? Uh-huh. Like when he moves, like that's not supposed to happen, but we'll put that in and see how the mouth, it doesn't have as much dexterity as a real mouth. So we'll kind of take back the dexterity on the CGI part. And then George Lucas says, look, the trick to this CGI Yoda is to make him look exactly like a puppet. And then I'm sitting there going, <laughs> why don't you just put in a fucking puppet? Yep. Like, why are you recreating a digital puppet? What are you doing? Mm. You're wasting everybody's time. That feels to me a lot like George Lucas has offhandedly said, why don't we make Yoda CGI? Yeah. And then the wheels have been put in motion <laughs> and a hundred people have had to go, okay, now we have to make, okay, battle stations, everybody. We have to make a CGI Yoda. And then it's all been thrown into the mix and it, and everybody's had to work really hard at this and work for weeks and building this Yoda. <laughs> yeah. And then Lucas has come in and it's he's changed his mind. <laughs> sure. And he's like, you know what, the puppets, I like puppets, Well, but we've got all this infrastructure here. Yeah. We've, built, we've spent millions of dollars. Let's make him look more like a puppet. We've paid all you guys, yeah. right? Yeah, uh-huh. I guess we're, we're, we're right. putting this in. Yeah. Also, and then later, one of the creators behind it is like, oh, you know what, if this looks too much like a puppet, people won't believe it. But I believe... The puppet mm. sitting in a weird swamp set yes. with Mark Hamill more than a bloody CGI Yoda flipping around and talking about weird, warm feelings in his heart to see yeah. somebody again and walking down weird vacant corridors that go forever. Mm. Like, <sighs> the conveyor belt shit as well. Oh, sure, yeah, that, <laughs> that happened as well. So that's two. That's two. Where... C-3PO gets his head knocked off yes. and then it, ends, it lands on a battle droid or yep. whatever. And then his body, the battle droid's body, goes head, head goes on his body. Yeah. So it's they both get it. Mm. It's a bit of the old switcheroo. And then R2-D2 flies about for a bit. Yeah, which he never uses again. Mm. Uh, oh, no, he uses it in three. 
I'm, I'm mistaken. But again, I'm 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 willing to say yep. that at some point that system degraded, so he can't do it in the original when he was movies. shot in the head in the Death Star run. Yeah, that that at that point, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. You know the conveyor belt bit. So they go Amidala and Anakin. <laughs> they go to Geonosis. That's fine. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> And they run, and she runs through a conveyor belt, and it's just like smashing around her. I feel when we do some of these episodes, we should just get a poster of the characters' names, yeah. with their, and their pictures. Yep. And it, we each get a long stick, and we can just point out, so we don't have to use any more brain space than is necessary to remember character names or plots or anything. Yeah, like absolutely. That. That, so that's, just that's, a Wikipedia <laughs> article, you can just hit the stick on Anakin. It's that that guy. Oh, Anakin, great. Absolutely. So there's a bit where. Padme's on a thing and it's just smashing all that down around it. and it oh, looks yeah. terrible. Oh, yeah. Like, there's a bit where there's like a conveyor belt in Empire Strikes Back where C3PO's broken body is rolling towards a furnace. Yep. And that's way more intense yes. than this. And it's nothing. It's that, that Empire Strikes Back scene is nothing. Like, mm. it's you don't even remember. It's not even important. But there's so much more in that scene mm. where Chewbacca pulls the parts off than this weird smashy smashy thing that could not possibly exist in the real world and if you put a person in that they would be instantly killed right like straight away uh-huh. Anakin Skywalker also I should have hit the, the yeah, wall yeah hit the wall he gets his arm trapped under a metal like he gets it pressed down on his arm yeah and he's fine like it's just got a dint where his arm is right right so right. I guess he's invincible but then later he gets his arm cut off like yeah. I don't it's a nightmare. Yeah, it's but also bloody... apparently George. But yeah, Lee... it's like somebody. It's like again, it's like watching somebody play a video game. Yes, not interesting. No, especially if he's indestructible, indestructible, and a baby. Man. Yeah, <laughs> and he fights a mosquito man. Mm. But you know what I do like? What's that? I like the arena battle mm-hmm. where so they roll out everybody. I mean, they, they declare their love for each other, and that's shit. <laughs> but then they then they roll out and they and they cuff them to posts. And they yep. send out three monsters. One's like a rat lion. One's like a big vicious Is crab. Is one of them a rancor? No, one's like a, one's like a bull. That's right. And it's pretty good. Anakin Skywalker gets cuffed, and and his Obi Wan's like, "What are you? What are you doing here?" And he's like, "I oh, will come to rescue you." And he's like, "Yeah, good job." Right. Like, uh-huh. And that's kind. Of, I'm like, "Wow, this life you somehow sold that yeah, totally. shitty line or whatever." Mm-hmm. That's not a shit. It's fine. And then they all kind of get at him in different ways. Anakin jumps on the back of the bull and Obi-Wan fights the crab with like this stick that he got uh-huh. off. The- and then all the Jedi turn up and then they just get thrown lightsabers and then it's just nonsense again. Yes. And then it's just bugs and droids and dropships and clones. Oh, and- this, oh that's right. It's, <laughs> the stakes keep getting higher and my interest in it just kept going and getting lower and lower. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And then... Ob- and there's just, there's just... There was a scene also in the... In the trailer for that, I think, yeah. and it was just like this this real wide shot yeah. of just a hundred Jedi. It just just wait. It looked like a just like a just like a football stadium with just like green and blue glowy sticks just swinging about. Yeah, there's no finesse to it. No finesse. They're just yeah. running at each other. Yeah, yeah. And Mace Windu kills Jango Fett, which I guess is important. Beheads him, right? Yeah, great. <laughs> it's pretty good, I guess. Yeah. So now Boba Fett can finally get his revenge. Except he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He never does. Falls into up to a bloody sarlacc. Did you see that Yoda Fett, Yoga, Yoda Fett, Boba Fett fan trailer? No. This week? It's actually pretty good. When you say fan trailer, do you mean it's assorted old footage? No, together? no. It's, okay. it's, it's actually pretty solid. Okay. Uh, I don't know what I've got to say. <laughs> just go from your heart. Okay. How you about, don't need notes. All right. Just. I, I just want to make sure I got everything. 
it's also the worst use of the I have a bad feeling about this line. Mm. You know a bit where I said where they're all chained to the posts or whatever? Yeah. The monsters are coming towards them and Anakin Skywalker says, I've got a bad, bad feeling, feeling about, about this. this. Do you? Do you really? Yeah, <laughs> right. No, that's absolutely true. I, didn't, I have no memory of that. But yeah, just... Oh, look, we contractually were obliged. Look, one of our screenwriters in 1977, he had some sort of weird trademark yeah. on this line, so we have to use it in every movie. That's so right. let's throw it in when there's clearly an incredible amount of danger. <laughs> and even in The Phantom Menace, it's used effectively mm. where they land on the Trade Federation ship at the start, Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon, and he's like, this feels weird. I have a bad feeling about this. Right. I'm like, yeah, because nothing's go, happened an, yet, yeah. but you know that something's not right. Right, right, right. Anyway, should we move on? Let's move on. <laughs> Episode three. Here we go. Revenge of the Clones or Sith or whatever Doesn't it is. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it's the best one. It's the best one. It is. Of the three. Yeah. No, I'd agree with that. Yeah. There's no disputing that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But you know what? They just skipped the Clone Wars. It's like that was the start of the Clone Wars and this is the end of the Clone Wars. Oh, see, I don't even really know that timeline. Yeah. So, but you, but they want you to watch the animated series. Yeah, the Clone and you know Wars. what? The Clone, the, a lot of people love that show. Uh-huh. Like it starts off pretty rough, but it apparently, and I, uh-huh. I probably won't go back and watch it. Yeah. It gets really good and it's better than the prequels. Mm. There's also a hand, there's, an, there's a hand-drawn Clone Wars miniseries, mm-hmm. which is incredible. Okay. And it's only, they're like two-minute shorts. And there's a bit where Mace Windu beats up a, an army of um, droids. Uh-huh. It doesn't make any sense. Sure. But it's like exaggerated tales of... Oh, I see. That's fun. And it's amazing. It's really yeah. it's in that kind of Samurai Jack kind of oh, great. style. So I'd definitely recommend that. Which um, is interesting because Samuel L. Jackson was also in a... He was, he was in, in Afro Samurai? Yes, I is think right? so. Yeah. Might be wrong. Or Samurai Champloo. It was one of those. Yeah. Um, but I think... At this point, I've stopped reading the opening crawl, which is why I don't. <laughs> which is like why I can't remember that the Clone Wars was in between the two because I'm just like, nah, who cares? It's irrelevant what's happening in here. Trade tariffs and blah de blah, blah. Who cares? Keep it moving. Blockades. Yeah. Huh? yeah. That one. Do you want to break down the story? No, because I can't remember any of them. <laughs> okay, I can do this. There's quickly. a scene, There's a ship's crashing. Right. That's how it starts. Okay. There's a battle above Coruscant. Yep. Where Obi-Wan and... The city planet. The city planet. Where mm-hmm. Obi... It's too, that planet's too much as well. Oh, it's yeah. too much. Like the way they do it, it's too much. Uh-huh. City planet works, but it does not... I don't want to get into it. Okay. Uh, so they... they the, chan, the Emperor... No, he's not the Emperor yet. Palpatine has been captured by Grievous. Yep. Who came out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh-huh. Why couldn't it have just been Dooku? Or Darth Maul if they didn't... It's not important. Yeah. So they have to board this ship. Yeah. Fight Do Dooku. we see that kidnapping take place? That no, happens off. Okay, that happens right. off. I does mean, does Clone Wars end thing. with that kidnapping? Clone Wars didn't really end properly. The, an- the hand-drawn one does. It ends okay. with that. The animated one kind of ends abruptly because it got cancelled. Because oh, right. then they started Rebels and, uh-huh. and, and whatever. Uh, so they, they kill Dooku. They rescue Palpatine. Yep. Uh, Obi-Wan goes... And- Dooku gets the very rare... Double lightsaber beheading. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. I'll pay that. Yeah. Um, Obi Wan goes to and Anakin does the very rare double lightsaber. He does like an attack. Does he? I yeah. don't care. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. I don't remember that. And then Obi Wan goes and finds to find Grievous. Anakin stays on Coruscant. Yoda goes to save the Wookies, <laughs> which is completely irrelevant. You don't yeah. need any of that. And then at the end, Anakin turns bad for no reason, and then he fights. Obi-Wan in a big volcano yeah, and he does not go well No, and everybody's sad and everybody gets exiled. Everybody does get exiled, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. Do you know they got in a a Francis Ford Coppola, I think it was him, recommended a dialogue coach 
to to Lucas. Oh yes, and then so a lot of the dialogue in this is it's better, right? Like okay, it's sold. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's it's not all of it. It's it's certainly not. Look, it might be better, but at the same time, they've built up again these weird relationships between all the characters. So I don't think the dialogue yeah. could save it. So we were saying earlier, you know, the the weird romantic love that that is above all else. Yeah, where. Anakin is told that in order to save his, you know, his children, his unborn children and his pregnant wife, he has to go and kill a whole bunch of children, <laughs> right? Yes, yes. And he's fine with that. Yeah. Well, yeah. he has a single tear. Yeah. I guess you would. Yeah. But it's just this weird, you know, it's this... Surely you, know, you are not... Like, he's, he's, a, he's always been a psychopath. Right. He would have had to have been. Yeah. Because that's in you to do that. And Yoda, doesn't he say in the first one, this kid's definitely a psychopath. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I remember a line similar to that where he's like, no. There, no there, there's definitely a... They're like, he's got a lot of midi-chlorians. But he's bad news. <laughs> yeah. Like we've all had a premonition where he kills all of us or whatever. And Obi-Wan's like, fine, load him up in the truck. I don't care. I don't know. He's good at pod racing or something. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. But again, this this logic of... Well, in order to say, does he? He knows. Does he know they've got twins? No. Well, he he thinks there's a child. Yeah. He's got a child, yeah. and in order to save that child, he needs to kill all all the other children <laughs> who are already existing and have lives and whatever. Yes. Just what is this universe? You know what I mean? So obviously, you don't believe that. No, I don't. Bald no. <laughs> you know what though? There is a scene prior to him. I thought you were going to justify killing a lot of children. No, no, yeah, you know, if you have to. Yeah, sure. But but there's a scene prior to where he cuts off. Because remember Mace Windu fights Palpatine? Yes. Because they discover, he tells Anakin, he's like, after dropping hints for 15 years. Yeah. He's like, you know, you can be angry. It's cool. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, and then he tells him a Sith Sith parable Uh where he's like, you know, there was this Sith guy. And nobody knows this story, but I know this story for some reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was the best Sith and he could stop people from dying, but then he got murdered in his sleep. And that's pretty good, isn't it? And he's like, how do you, how does someone get the powers? And he's like, you can't be a Jedi. That's all I know. Right, right. Like, and then later he's like, he has to tell him, he's like, I, I am the Sith Lord. Like, uh-huh. surprise. I mean, you should have guessed. Yeah. But I, but I am. Because of my cackling. <laughs> yes. My standing in shadows all the time. I mean, you know what? He's good. Yeah, that actor is really good, uh-huh. and he and so then Anakin goes tell tells Mace Windu he's like Senator's the bloody or the Chancellor's the bloody Sith Lord, and he has like no reaction. He's like, okay, do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, and then he gets like Let's, four guys, four guys. Yeah, that'll do it. That's fine. Four guys. We won't tell anybody else. <laughs> yeah, we'll just let's not publicly broadcast this. No, let's just get four guys. Yeah, yeah. Four of my best men. Oh, you don't have my best men. Just four guys then. Any, <laughs> oh, four, any four is fine. <laughs> and then they just, and then those four get immediately killed. And mm. then it's, I think it's the worst. It's probably the worst actual fight in all the movies. It's Mace Windu, it's Samuel L. Jackson versus Ian McDermott uh-huh. or the Ian McDermott CGI stunt double. Yes. And it's so bad. Yeah. And at the end, you see all the people talking about it, like in behind the scenes. And I'm like, no, it came out really well. I'm really surprised how, how good <laughs> it looks, but it's just, no, it's just total, total garbage. And it's is this the is this the movie where 
Anakin has his breakdown where he's like, I'm the best Jedi in the universe <laughs> and I'll even stop people from dying. No, Is that's that, so... That's two. Okay, sorry, I missed it. <laughs> Edit that back in. <laughs> that's, so, but you know what? That's some epic bloody foreshadowing, mate. Boy, is it. <laughs> I'm even stop people from dying. Nobody ever dying. I'll be the best. Oh. <laughs> the worst. What a dickhead. <laughs> what a dickhead. Exactly. And then the... So the Emperor... So... He's like, I need the Emperor. So he cuts off Samuel L. Jackson's hand and the Emperor screams unlimited power and shoots him <laughs> off a building. Yeah. And then Atticus pledges himself immediately. Uh-huh. And do you remember? And then the Emperor's like, we could definitely work out how to keep people alive. And Anakin's not like, but you, you said. said yeah, yeah, he doesn't say that. Yeah. So he just goes, just kill everybody, please, in Order 66. Yeah. And he does. Mm. I don't mind the Order 66 bit. You just see all the Jedi getting getting murdered. And that's, right. That's not bad, actually. Oh, yeah. It's enjoyable. Pretty, yeah, I guess so. Ooh. You see Kimuriandi gets a bloody bullet in the back, mate. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. Sorry, a blaster bolt. Thank you. I apologize. Mm. Anyway, getting back to the start. Did you like the Dooku fight at the start? Um, Look. Look. I think it's the best fight in that movie. It's better than the Anakin Obi-Wan fight. Because sure. that fight goes for way too long. Yeah. And it's, again, it's video game. They're all yeah. jumping across all kinds of... <laughs> Rocks in lava yeah, and all that sort of stuff. Exactly. Yeah, it's no... Yeah, all right. And uh, it, of the, all the bad lightsaber fights <laughs> in this movie, the first one is the best. You've got me on a technicality. <laughs> yes. And, you know, it ends with Obi-Wan being knocked out and then he takes off Dooku's arms and, arms and then his head. Yeah, that's pretty and that's, good. You know, cause that's it's a, solid, it's yeah. a kid's movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know in the bit when Palpatine gets electrocuted and his face changes? Yes. There's two theories on that. Okay. One, he always looked like that and he had some kind his of... his illusion was... Yeah, it's like a was, Sith dark, dark magic. Uh-huh. And that, that was just revealed. Two, he was genuinely burnt. Okay. If he was genuinely burnt, do you think he should be more upset that he looks like that? Yeah, he looks real weird. <laughs> a weird melty candle face. Yeah. Anyway, mm. whatever. I don't know what else to say about this. Yeah. There's the bit where he gets his legs cut off. Yeah, pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Enjoyable, certainly. I think I mentioned this in the commentary. Someone had to remind George Lucas. I can't remember whether this is true, but I think someone had to remind George Lucas to film Obi-Wan picking up the lightsaber. Anakin's lightsaber. Anakin's lightsaber after, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Newt Gunray finally gets his comeuppance for being the dumbest asshole in the gal- galaxy. Which one's Newt Gunray again? The big stereotype. The big Asian stereotype. Oh, right. Okay, I sure. know we weren't going to name races. <laughs> okay, <all> right. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because he's... Why was he listening to the Emperor? Like, every time he listened to the Emperor, he's lost yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. He lost his bloody Trade Federation. He nearly did in the first one. Uh-huh. He lost his bloody Geonosis battle or whatever. Yeah. And then he lost his life at the <laughs> end. Yeah, well. Padme dies of a broken heart. Barrel. Luke and Leia get sold off <laughs> to a senator at a... Uh-huh. And bloody, what's his name? Joel Edgerton. Mm-hmm. Joel Edgerton's brother is actually the stuntman for Ewan McGregor. Nash Edgerton? I think it might be, yeah. yeah. Oh, and there was also going to be a deleted... There was a scene where they were going to get Qui-Gon Jinn to reappear as a blue ghost. Oh, yep. Which would have explained blue ghosts. Right, because there's a scene you were telling me where he's like, I learned how to do this blue ghost thing. (laughs) Now do you want to learn how to do the blue ghost thing? Yeah, Yoda Uh says it. Because as we know in... Episode four, yeah. Obi-Wan says to Darth Vader, if you strike me down, I'll become more po- powerful than you more can possibly. <laughs> yeah, more popular than you could possibly imagine. I'll get so many more Instagram likes than you, Darth. But he's like, I'll become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. 
And we're like, what evidence do you have of that? <laughs> There's no evidence. But then we know Blue Ghost, yeah. which again is just annoying. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And you can only bother the people that you know. Yeah, it's, it's, ne- it's a mystery. You never, you never. Yeah. Because either. Is he tethered to Luke? That's a good question because if. I, I know it's explained in the Expanded Universe, but th- like, that's gone now. Yeah. So. I guess if he's become omnipresent and yeah. he can see anyone anytime and yeah. then he can find Luke and just send him a message or whatever, I guess he's more powerful, but I wouldn't trade. <laughs> I wouldn't trade being able to do a, do a bit of this, do a flip, <laughs> exactly, for being a weird omnipresent ghost and you're just getting people's ears about using the Force. Yeah, absolutely. Um, also, there was initially going to be a young Han Solo living on the Wookiee planet. Hmm. Took that out. Good. They just put in the Chewbacca. Yeah. Do you need the Wookiees in it? No. Correct. Mm. That is the correct answer. Yeah. But I'm sure he he moves toys, doesn't he? Yeah, sometimes, I guess. I don't know. <sighs> I imagine there's a lot of leftovers. What else do you have there on that? I've got a letter here. I'm kind yeah. of running out of steam here, mate. <laughs> I got I got one more thing to say, but I'll I'll see hear the letter. Got a letter, right. okay. Yeah. Hey guys, I have a uh I have an idea I'd like your thoughts on. I think that the version of Revenge of the Sith that we got was the best movie we could have hoped for under the circumstances in which it was made. Uh-huh. I wouldn't class it as a great movie, but there's a lot more good than bad, and I think that most of the bad was caused by cast and plot decisions made during episodes one and two, and to a lesser ex- lesser extent, constraints caused by trying to tie them uh trying. T- Constraints caused by tying the movie into the events of the original trilogy. Without changing any of the other Star Wars movies, do you think we could have gotten a better episode three? Thanks, Colin. Probably not. No, absolutely not. No, because we've got... Yeah, again, the the three has been shackled to one and two. There's no way out of... Yeah. Yeah. Well, this sort of ties to my point. The the last thing I wanted to say about the prequels is that, look, I hate them because they're boring. I hate them because all the characters look and act like... Uh, act and sound like children. This is going to be a compliment sandwich? Yeah, this is going to be a sweet compliment sandwich. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But I hate them the most because they ruin the conceit of Star Wars as a whole. Yep. Because episode Star Wars begins, episode four, A New Hope. Yep. The premise of the first... Whether Lucas was going to make two sequels and then make three pre- prequels and then make three more sequels or whatever... Because he, he keeps changing like what That's he right, says yeah. was, was going to happen. Yeah. But even if he was going to make two sequels and whatever... Yeah. The, the premise of Star Wars is... It's episode four. It's like it's the 1950s and we're going in to see a movie serial. Like a Flash Gordon. Like a Flash Gordon. And we've just happened to go into the, the movie theater and they just happen to be playing episode four. Yeah. It doesn't matter what happened before that. Yep. It doesn't matter what happens after that. Yeah. We're just seeing this adventure. Yep. But if you watch the movies in order mm. and if you're new to Star Wars, you would potentially mm. because they go one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. You watch one, two, three. Yes, thank you. <laughs> you go one through three, you see Anakin Skywalker transform into Darth Vader. Yep. You watch four and then five and then Darth Vader says to Luke, Luke, I am your father. Mm. And we as the audience he go... He says, no, I'm your father. Yeah. That's Luke- a common <laughs> yeah. misconception. Anyway, and Luke <laughs> said, And we the audience go... Yeah, we know. <laughs> the only, in that scene, the only person who was surprised is Luke. Yeah, like of everybody in the in the universe, it's yeah. only Luke. Yeah, so we, the audience, the the conceit wor- doesn't work because if we were an audience in the 1950s who were big fans of movie serials and we started from one mm. and worked our way up, would be like. What? Why is this a... This isn't a twist. We want thrills and chills and twists. We want guys we got, jumping from cars. We got nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I agree. Yeah. What's the twist in 
they're very cool. Is there any? Cypher Deus, Clone Army, Flips. Yeah, it's um, the Flips. The Flips are the twist. Palpatine was the Emperor the whole time. Was that a twist? Do you know they never admitted publicly the actor or George Lucas that they're the same person? He's not even credited in the movies ex- except for three as the same guy. Huh. Mm. Wait, so... Ian McDermott is, ne- is not... I can't remember how it is, but he's not credited directly, directly as Sidious until three. Okay. In case you're so idiotic that you can't figure <laughs> right, that right, out. Right. <laughs> but then he's never credited. The third one doesn't say he's Emperor. But he's Emperor Palpatine in the, in the original trilogy, isn't he? He become Yes, but he becomes the Emperor in the end of three. No, I mean in four, five, and six. Yes. He's Emperor Palpatine. Oh, I don't know if they call him Palpatine. That is his name. It's always right. been his name. It's always yeah. been his name, exactly. Yeah. Look, if the, only there were a way to look that up, but there isn't. My understanding as well, what I kind of like about the originals is they don't know that he's who he is. Yeah. He's just the guy in charge. He's just always been the emperor yeah. as far as they know. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's <laughs> we don't, Again, we don't need to know the origins. Yeah. The fans have built their own mythology about these see, characters. You don't want to see don't baby. Need, exactly. The prequel should have been set three, two, and one months before sure. four, five, and six. Or even a couple of years or whatever. A couple of years, the, the, yeah. Clone Wars. No, exactly. Just in leave the Clone it, Leave the mystery. I'll oh, leave fine. the mystery of the Clone Wars completely. Yeah, yeah sure, whatever. Yeah. Well, we're going to be getting that bloody Rogue One. Yeah. All right, I'm going to Great, com- I guess. I'm going to compliment this at the end. Oh, here we go. Oh, you've, you've done it. Okay, great. These films are garbage. Correct. But. Goodbye, everyone. See you next <laughs> week. They really, they genuinely pushed the limits of technology and demonstrated the limitations of technology. Yes, certainly. And there have been a lot of lessons learned from this, including what I think will come in The Force Awakens. So this is a parable as well. Exactly. It's, it's a, a false parable, parable, which is don't let your reach exceed your grasp or whatever. Right. whatever the, maybe it's the reverse. They tested out some pretty impressive for the time CGI techniques. Zoom shots. Zoom shots. That's it. Wipes. You have so many wipes. You know, they tested those out and those, as a result, have gotten a lot better since that. Mm-hmm, yeah. And we also know somebody's finally figured out that practical is better when you can do it. Yeah. Or combining two practical things or multiple practical things is better than putting a CGI man on a CGI background with a, whatever, with a CGI compliment sandwich. Just, just making Christopher Lee put on a green bodysuit <laughs> and roll down a green skateboard halfpipe. <laughs> the end. The end. We will never talk about the prequels again. We'll probably talk about them every week. Yes. Like we do every week. <laughs> oh, boy. You know what it's time for? What's it time for? It's time for... Oh, what we read. Yes. yes. What we going to read. Going to read? What were you going to say? <laughs> I was going to say it's the 100th, but I don't think it is. Because we didn't start this We episode, didn't start this. No, absolutely not. Yeah. It's the somethingeth, what we read and what we going to read. We should do prequel Weekly Planet episodes where we pretend to be younger. Oh, so have- good, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And have none of the knowledge. Anyway. I'm doing the theme. What are we reading today? What are you reading? Uh, what I read in this week, uh, after some uh, listeners emailed in last week yes. about watching Mr. Robot. I'm watching that. Oh, yeah. Is it real great? Good, real enjoyable. Right, I like it a lot. That. There's a little bit. Christian Slater's in it. And there's a little bit of scene chewing from him in the first episode, sure. but he tones it down in the second one. But I think it's quite intriguing. It's kind of... Uh, is he the robot? He's Mr. The robot. robot. Ah. There's no actual robot. Yeah, no, I never talked about that a lot. Mm. Mm. So he's kind of, he's on, kind of on the spectrum, is that, spectrum, is that right? How do you mean? Is that the idea? 
didn't you say that last week? That he's that like they call him Mr. Robot because he's kind of very no, black no. And Christian white? Slater is the se- is the basically the second main character. Okay, the main character whose name is the character's name is Elliot. Yeah, I can't remember the actor's name. Sure, he does appear to be a little bit. Okay. He's very anxious and et cetera, et cetera. Okay, like He's a good. robot. Yeah, like a robot. I understand. But Christian Slater is Mr. Robot only because we don't know his I haven't watched enough to know his real name yet, but he just he wears like a like a gas station jacket and the name tags is Mr. Robot. Is it in the future? It. Nope. Excellent. Modern day. Anyway, I've really enjoying that. Uh, I've also been reading a comic book series called God is Dead. Oh yeah. Which sounds a lot heavier than it is. <laughs> Although it does involve pretty much the destruction of civilization. But is it just multiple shots of God's corpse? Well, Whoa. Yeah. Uh, no, it's a series by... It was created by Jonathan Hickman, who yeah, did, did, has done Fantastic Four and a lot of other great yeah. stuff. Uh, he doesn't write it anymore. He wrote, like, the first eight, and then he's he's moved on, but uh, it's quality's maintaining. It's basically a series... It's been going since 2013, but I've only just caught up to it now. I like that, because then you can... you got, like... Oh, you got heaps, you got, like, heaps to get through, yeah. Bag, yeah. But it basically, the premise is that uh, all the old mythological gods have returned to Earth ah. for whatever reason and they've decided to just fight amongst themselves yeah. and all of civilization has fallen to pieces. That sounds it's great. It's pretty great, yeah. It's good fun. You bloody heathen. Yeah. Now that sounds really good. God mm-hmm. is dead, all right? I'm going to yeah. check that out. All right. You know what I'm not going to read? What's that? On Force Friday, they also released a bunch of Star Wars books, tie-in books. Oh, yes. And the one that I was looking forward to the most is called Star Wars Aftermath uh-huh. or Aftermath. Aftermath. <laughs> And it's set directly after Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. And I went to buy it immediately because I'm like, I will buy this. It's like 15 bucks. I'll buy a digital copy. Uh-huh. On the Australian iTunes store, you cannot buy it. It's not out till the 10th of September, uh-huh. which makes no sense because it's a digital book. If yeah. I wanted to steal it, I could do it in 30 seconds. Sure, yeah. So just let me pay for right, it. Right, right, right. Right? So I... <laughs> exactly. It's like 500 <laughs> kilobytes or something. Yeah. And you know what? If I was really interested in it, I would have stolen it by now. Yeah. Because As my, everybody in Australia has already done, <laughs> yeah. one assumes. Anyway, so I went and go, you know what? I'll read some reviews first. Oh, you know what I think they're probably banking on? Hmm. I don't know why they've delayed it. Yeah. But I would say they're banking on, even if, if you're a huge Star Wars fan, even if you've stolen it, when it becomes available, you'll buy it. I'm not an idiot. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> what I'm saying is most Star Wars fans are idiots. Yeah. Boom. No, not really. Physical media, mate. It's on the way out. I know everybody likes, you know, it's good to have physical I just love the feel of the turning the page, the smell of the ink. You know what I also love? I love having like a hundred comics on on my phone or iPad. I also love that. (laughs) Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So I read some reviews and people were like, this isn't very good. It features barely any of the original characters. It doesn't really add anything to the universe. You don't really know. Like maybe Boba Fett's armor's in it. Maybe Han Solo goes off on an unnamed adventure. Okay. So I'm like, well, now I'm not going to read it. Yep. So you delaying it here has cost... You've know, <laughs> lost a sweet sale. $15, <laughs> Lucasfilm. Right. How do you like that? And you know what's kind of disappointing? The original trilogy books that followed on from this, which I've got a letter about, yep. is really good. And so now they've replaced it with this kind of mediocre... Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, because we had Heir to the Empire, yeah. Dark Force Rising, yeah. whatever the third one was called. Yeah, whatever that one was called. Mm. But you know what? It, it was bound to happen. The like, Last Command. Sure. Was Have you read them? Yeah. They're really good. Yeah, they're pretty good, yeah. Okay, so this is from um, Best Wishes. Hey, James and Nick. Hearing uh, that you might be doing a Star Wars prequels uh, for the 100th episode, I thought I might throw my what I'm reading. Oh, yes. Just the other day, I picked up Head of the Empire, the first book in the Thrawn trilogy. As we know, the Star Wars, Star Wars EU is 10% awesome, 90% bullshit. Fair enough. I, I was wondering what other Star Wars EU novels, materials you might recommend, particularly those that take place between episodes one to three. Thanks, mate. I would also claim the official bumbling stormtrooper 
of the podcast if it's not already taken. Done. Yeah. Excellent. Um, yeah, that's a really good series of books. I'll definitely recommend those. I mean, that's mm. it, not going to help you in going into the new Force Awakens. No. But if you want some prequel era stuff, there's... What is it? There's a there's a Han Solo trilogy of books, yep. which mm-hmm. isn't bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, the novelization of Phantom Menace is pretty good, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> Look, it'll, it'll certainly cleanse your palate after you've watched The Phantom Menace 10 times. Sure. Yeah. There, there is some... I can't remember. There is, is that quite... zombie one. Oh, that's not that good. Death yeah. Troopers. That's okay. Yeah. Han uh-huh. Solo shows up yeah. for no reason. Um, there's all this, this one called Star Wars Visionaries, uh-huh. which is I can't. There's a whole lot of different tales, but one of them is that Obi Wan fights Darth Maul again. Uh-huh. I think about talked about that, which I'm yep. hoping they make into a movie. And I talked about it a few weeks ago. There's an Obi Wan. I think it's Star Wars, the latest Star Wars comic run episode, uh, issue eight, where it's just Obi Wan before A New Hope. And he's okay. just kind of lost and wandering the desert right, okay. with no name kind of shit. Great. And it's it's only one issue, but it's yeah, really yeah. good. I'd like yeah. to see more of that. I quite like the short story collections. Yeah, me too. I mean, all of, some of them are quite ridiculous. And again, everybody's got a destiny. Everybody's but like the Tales destiny. from the Moss Eisley Cantina, sure, yeah. the Tales of the Bounty Hunters, they're yep, pretty good. Absolutely. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. Yeah. I think I read, I read the book that's called, I think it's called Labyrinth of Evil or something. It's set between two and three. Right. And there's a Darth Vader one that's set after, which I read, which is okay, uh-huh. I guess. But I don't really remember them that well. Yeah. So they couldn't have been. But again, they're all gone. Yes. So forget about forget it. Forget about it. Do you want to do some letters for this Let's week? Let's do some letters. All right. So as we know, and yes. as, uh, as listeners may know, uh, you refuse to add in a letters theme. Correct. So every week I like, I request that uh, some brave listeners record their own letters theme. Yes. Uh, and... Put it up on YouTube and then tweet me a link to that, and yeah. then I play it through my phone. That's the only way we can get these. That's the only way us, the rebels, can get these themes on against the wishes of the evil empire, which is James. That's right. So anyway, uh, just got to find out who this is from. Why don't you find out who? I'm it's bloody going to find out who it's. The, you're right. You bloody jeez. Hillel Slan. Yes. Uh, has sent this one in. I'm ready. Okay, good. Uh, it's it's Thanos themed. I'm not sure why. <laughs> Great. But this one's pretty good. Uh, not oftentimes we'll be like, hey, uh, based on the theme of this thing, but... Uh, whatever tickles your Whatever fancy. tickles your fancy. Next week, I don't know what we're doing, so if you <laughs> want to send in a letters theme, anything you want, that'd be great. Anyway, here we go. Good work. Ah! <laughs> I should really start editing these in. As always, ears unheard, but yeah. that's great that's stuff. That's great. Great. Good work. I liked everything about that. Mm-hmm. All right, this is from Derpy Chirpy. Oh, yes. Uh, hey, Nick and James. Mason. It's me. Uh, what One of those <laughs> is definitely me. <laughs> what movie are you most looking forward to this September, October, slash November? Everest, The Martian, Legend, Spectre, etc. And do you think that M. Night Shyamalan, <laughs> he's written that here, can make the visit something that isn't dog shit. No. Plus, I'll get. <laughs> plus, you <laughs> we can go back to that, but it's no. Plus, you set up a collaboration with Mr. Aussie Man Reviews. Make it happen. Cheers, Reese. I don't know who that is. Neither do I. Let's I'll check it. Let's look, look into it. Great. Yeah. For me, it's Spectre. Yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of names on and off that list, but I think it's Spectre. It's Legend. I don't, I don't remember. No. Is it that Tom Cruise movie? Yeah, from the eighties. They're re-releasing it. <laughs> Great. You know, I'm looking forward to all of those, except for Legend, which I don't know. I'm going to look it Everest up Everest looks great. The Martian looks great. Spectre uh-huh. looks... I hope it's good. 
I hope it's better than Skyfall, which I still liked. And apparently The Visit. Oh, Legend is the Cray Brothers film. Oh, yeah. Tom no, Hardy I do want to say that. Okay, right. One of them's got glasses. One of them certainly has glasses. Excellent. Um, the Visit, you know, they reckon the early word is that it's Shyamalan's return to form. Really? He's done a horror what movie. What does that mean, though? It means that you won't pull your eyes out if you watch it. Huh. That's a, that is a return to form. we got to do an episode on that guy. Yeah. Look, he's kind of... He's kind of hamstrung in the sense that... Twists? Twists, exactly. Yeah. We Every time... Like, Sixth Sense had a twist, spoiler alert. Yes. And then he, we were like, great, look look at this guy. He's put the sweet twist in the movie. And then the next one, there was another twist, and it wasn't as good. I Unbreakable. Can't Some people call Unbreakable his best film. I don't think it's... That great. Take that. As a as that. a look as a as a guy as a comic book fan, I didn't think it was great for a lot of reasons. We'll get to when we do that our famous M Night Shyamalan <laughs> episode. I haven't seen Lady in the Water. Yeah. I haven't. I've seen The Happening actually. So I got to watch Lady in the Water. Yeah. No, I think but it's sort it. of this thing of like, well, if he puts in a twist, everybody's going to be like, well, this isn't good as good as the Sixth Sense twist. Yeah. Like they, we're getting decreasing returns. Yeah. But if he doesn't put in a twist, people are like. What happened? Is has he has he given up on yeah. his trademark blah 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 because you know yeah has he has he does he understand that his movies are terrible so he has to but I don't know. Did you see After Earth? No, we got some homework to do. Is that a Shyamalan? Yeah, oh. but name's... you said it's not as good. As, oh, it's the one with Jaden Smith, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Oh, I don't want to watch that. An eagle fights a saber tooth. Is there tiger. a twist in that one? Uh, fear is your enemy. That's not a twist. I guess it isn't. No. <laughs> He's not your enemy. Oh! <laughs> yeah, no, any of those is fine. I guess yeah. if I had to pick one, probably The Martian. I I want to see Skyfall just... You mean Spectre? You could see Skyfall. We could watch it now. Oh, not Skyfall. Sorry, Spectre. Yes. <laughs> if you really want to see it, we could watch it, all right? Yeah, all right, fine, good. <laughs> Finally. Look, I want to see Spectre. I'm not excited about the idea of... Destiny. Yeah. As we've talked about, I'm sick of every movie having to put some destiny in it. Yep. Just have him go on an adventure. I, you know what? I'm, I want this to be the last movie. Of Craig. No, I want this to be the, the last the movie. The last movie. Yeah, ever, ever <laughs> yeah, made. Good. And then Destruction of Civilization. Mm. I want this to be the last movie where there's destiny and origin to Bond. Okay. I, pl- can we please have this one be done yep. and the next movie, whether it's Daniel Craig or not. Yeah, I think it is. He's got one more. Okay. It's just, hey, Bond, here's a mission. Go on the mission. And he does the mission. Yeah, and he does the mission. I felt that that was going to happen with Skyfall. Yeah, he Because did. we it was re- you know reverted to the status quo. We got the yep. new M. We got Money Penny. We got Bond being Bond. And they yep. were just like, how, how about a mission, Bond, or whatever? He's bloody... Yeah. He's gone He's did gone you, too rogue. Yeah. Did you hear that the news the did we did we did we talk about this the, Idris Elba? Yeah, Idris Elba. I heard this. Yeah, yeah. That I forgot to bring it up. The the author of the 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 James Bond novel that's going to be coming out soon, Trigger Mortis. That's a, oh boy. not a very good name, is it? <laughs> yeah. Uh he has said well he he said he was taken out of context. He was like I don't see Bond. I don't see Idris Elba as Bond because yeah. he's too street. But I don't. It's not, an, it's not a race issue. No, it's that he's too. He's not suave enough. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, he did. I, he didn't mean it as street. Oh, That's how yeah. I took it anyway. Um, he said he shouldn't have said street. No, he probably yeah. shouldn't have. Yeah. But I think he just genuinely meant like seeing him him as Luther, and yeah. he's just kind of this scruffy kind of. I haven't even seen Luther. Is he an alcoholic? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Okay. He's got an alcoholic. Yeah, yeah. You know, and whatever. I think that's what he was referring to. Right, right, but, right. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. It's not my problem. No, exactly. <laughs> we're, we're in the clear. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, this is from Alex. Hey, James and Nick, I just want to say I listen to the podcast, podcast religiously. Ooh. Every Monday I turn on the show and annoy the people around me. Oh, that is religious. (laughs) It's very religious. Just put it in their face, why don't you? And then it says with, and then it says sent from my iPhone. So I think he's actually put that in. Or I put that in. It's a mystery. Okay, now's my question. If you could be any Transformer, who would it be? Mason has to choose a Decepticon because he's a cruel coward and James has to choose an Autobot because he's the lesser of two evils. You cannot choose Death's Head. Boo. Yes. Can I, be the I was going to say sea spray, but he's an Autobot. Oh. So You can choose an Autobot. Can I be the official Ironhide of the podcast? Yeah. Unless you want to be an Ironhide. No, I can't be Ironhide because okay. he's not a Decepticon. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Alex. Gun, Well, in the movies, gun face, obviously. Yes. Because he's got a gun for a face and he turns into a Lamborghini, so that's pretty Correct. sweet. I will be the robot wings on Optimus Prime's back, which are... Uh, the... Decepticon wings, technically. Exactly, but I can be either. But the, the, the wings that can't... Yeah, exactly. They come from some old prick. Yeah, just, right. just yes, but if we're talking actual Transformers, oh, who are you comic picking? book universe. Ooh, I'm picking. I'm picking Optimus Primal because he's ridiculous. <laughs> right, fair he's enough. He's the gorilla that transforms yep. into a descendant of Optimus Prime. Right. Uh huh. Um, I don't know. Comic book Galvatron. Yeah, especially the comic Galvatron in the British comics. Yeah, was just an indestructible lunatic. Like right. that was his. That was yeah. his entire character arc. Yeah, like and, and just people. Fl- it was just. Everybody ran in fear. And I, that it, I enjoyed that. There was no great. There was no magic eleventh hour like where Optimus Prime rose up and defeated him or whatever. He just everybody runs. Yeah, everybody runs. I think eventually he was killed in a time vortex or something like that. I think that was pretty good. That's great. Yeah, Is that from like the nineties or whatever. Yeah. Or Shockwave yeah. because he never went through the conversion and so he just became a thirty-five foot long ray gun when he transformed, <laughs> like a flying ray gun. No sense at all. No, none. Great. Oh, all so many. Really oh, I love love them all. Yeah, mm. they're good, aren't they? Yeah, man. Uh, last letter. Mm-hmm. Hey, LeBron. Or an Insecticon. Why? I don't know. What about a Sharkticon? Not technically a Decepticon. I guess not. Mm. Hey, LeBron James and Nick uh, Mason, the Amer- the American Little League baseball player. We should look into that. I was going to say, I, I was I was <laughs> concerned that I didn't get a baseball-themed name there. Oh, a basketball-themed name, a yeah. sports-themed name. Did you take then, baseball? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As you said, Wolverine uh, can be burnt to a crisp and regrow everything, even his hair. So does this, mean, does this mean he can never cut his hair? And even if he did it at a salon or something, it would grow back. <laughs> if not, what would you rather be? A mortal with the same hair for two cent- from two centuries ago or be normal and not be Wolverine? P.S. James, I'm your official vague and unexplained dog of the podcast. <laughs> Very good. Good question. What would you rather be? Same haircut, 200 years. Uh, yes, that one. You want to be immortal? Yeah, we've okay. discussed this many oh, yeah, times have. off the podcast. I don't understand why you want to be immortal. Because it'd be amazing. You don't understand what you're saying. You're not, no, I do. The planet explodes. I'm fine with that. Which it in will. This, in this case of immortality, what we're saying, we've discussed this many times. Yeah. No matter what happens, you're fine and you live. So, yes. So, no, I'm on board with that. Which means you'd basically rocket to another, you'd eventually hit another planet. Yeah, great. Which is, presumably, there's nobody on it. Yeah. But I guess if enough time passes, Precisely. you'll run into something. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I don't even know what you're doing. What, are you, what, what are you an, doing? What an amazing adventure. Why would infinity, you want to do that to forever? Infinity, to infinity and beyond. You've lost that's your mind. That's what Buzz Lightyear back. is. He's an immortal who's gone mad in the depths of space. <laughs> well, they are all immortal. Yeah. Those toys are literally immortal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah. All right, just got a quick shout, shout out to um, Ali. He did a new Grab That Gem Playlist. Also, I could wear hats. Yeah, I guess if you I had could. the same haircut. Yeah, all that's the time. true. But what era, though? Like, imagine. Exactly. You'd have to pick your haircut era. I'd be normal. 
You can't pick normal. No, I'd be normal as in not Wolverine. Oh, I see. Right, then fine. People yeah. always, if I've been asked that question, what superpower would you have? And I just, I'm just like, none. Nothing. Wow. <laughs> none of it. Well, I just want to be a guy. That's against the ethos of our show, which is grab that gem, you know. Fine. I'm bloody, I'm an inch taller. Oh, great. <laughs> or no, shorter. I don't care. Wow. <laughs> Bold new era for you. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Did you see, he said it, you grab that gem playlist, which people can look up. Oh, no. But there's one where he's. Oh, it's the supercut. Yeah. Well, no, but it's actually, um, you'll recognize this person. <laughs> Oh my goodness, very good. That's bloody Sean Gunn, brother of James Gunn. Yeah. So We're working chair. our way up the ladder. Yes, we are. No. Next stop. We'll be guest starring on Thor, whatever it is. Ragnarok. <laughs> Thor, answer. whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, shout out to uh, Ali's son, Logan George, Pat- George Patterson, who was born. That's really awesome. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. And he also says, what do you think of Age of Ultron's 1.4 billion being labelled as a failure? We talked about that. He wasn't listening, obviously. Yeah, yeah. come on, man. Oh, that's awesome. He's a good bloke. Great stuff. That's the show. Did it again. Uh, how have you found this? Here's this to 100 more, which we're going to record this week. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. We will do a clip shots at one point, maybe in the near future, mm. which will be okay, I guess. I know people. a lot of people wanted that. We'll do that. We'll do cancel comic book movies. We'll do a James Bond episode that we've talked, that we've threatened. We'll do a Shyamalan episode. Oh, so good. Any other Can't, I'm looking forward to singing all them James Bond themes, yeah, let absolutely. me tell you. <laughs> we're going to have to do it by eras of James Bond. Okay, cool. So I guess we start with Craig or do we start with Connery? Or do we start with Brosnan? <sighs> now we'll wing it. Yeah, we fine. will. Yeah. We will wing we'll it. Pick an era on, we'll tell you what, we'll pick an era on the day yep. and then I'll see how many themes I remember. <laughs> okay, great. Great. Uh, if you want to contact the show, where can people contact oh, the show? Oh, they can find us uh, weeklyplanetpod at Gmail and on Facebook and on Twitter. And I'm at Wikipedia Brown on Twitter. I'm at Mr. Sunday Movies. And also follow The Weekly Planet on Twitter, yeah. who is Raw Collings, who is better at being... The Twitter. Weekly Planet than we are. Correct, so, he is. That's, that's great. If you want to support the show, Weekly Planet, sorry, Mr., uh, patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies. We're going to do an Empire Strikes Back commentary soon, aren't we? People really enjoyed the first one. Yeah, so hopefully. And by can... people, I mean I really enjoyed doing it. Yeah, so. you did. Yeah. Also, uh, yeah, weekly, weeklyplanetpod.bandcamp.com if you want to oh, get yeah. any, if you just want to Listen grab to... any of those commentaries. And that's pretty much it. Thank you for listening. It's been a hundred episodes. We, yeah. we bloody had a stellar bloody month as well, didn't we, last yeah, we month did, for yeah. downloads. So yeah, it's, it's just going up and up. Going great guns. Thank yeah. you to everybody who's listened to a hundred episodes. Yeah. No thank you to anybody who's listened to any less than a hundred <laughs> episodes. Bloody hit the bricks. <laughs> no, we genuinely appreciate it though because yeah. we just kind of... We never expected to get to no. 100 episodes. Well, not only that, just the amount of people that listen because you know how many people do podcasts like in the world? I was at, a, I was at the pub the other day. With, I think, eight people. You need to rein it in, mate. You're getting loose. What? You can't stop me. You'll know what I've had. I, I went to, a, and I think there was like eight people there. Sure. And between us, we had like 13 podcasts or something like that. <laughs> and you've got one. Yeah. That's amazing. So, yeah. you know, there's a lot out there. So thanks for people who've decided to choose this one and stick with it. Absolutely. Are you in any podcast at the moment? I mean, this one. No, I mean, like, oh, did upcoming. You do, did no, you do there'll be another one a uh, couple of weeks. Yeah, cool. Yeah. I did a movie maintenance one on Fantastic Four on Friday. Oh, you cool, man. That's pretty good. Great stuff. Standard Incorporated as well. I love that guy. He's a great dude. Great stuff. So, no, we really appreciate it. Um, Yeah, and obviously a lot of this, a lot of the success of this has come down to people telling other people. Definitely, yeah. So, you know, that's awesome. Or subscribing or review. I don't know how they work. We still don't know. Do all the things. Yeah. Doing this 100 episodes, we still don't know how iTunes works. No, and we never will. Never. Bye, everybody. Bye. Grab that jam, everybody. No catchphrase. Nice.
Final say it. <laughs> Who ate all my biscotti? Yay! That's the last time. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.